Blog Talk Radio. During the pandemic, my lifestyle drastically changed. My income came to a screeching halt. You have to understand, I'm a hustler. I'm a legit entrepreneur. I sell things. I come in contact with people all the time. I have to stay safe. I didn't have a choice but to trust the vaccine. And if you live the type of lifestyle that I live, you out here in these streets and you hustling, an entrepreneur like me, why not do it safely? So I want everybody to take this seriously. Take a shot at staying healthy. Get the vaccine. Please check out the Barefoot is Legal radio show right here on Saturdays, 1.30 p.m. to 3 p.m. Eastern Time. That is 10.30 a.m. to noon Pacific Time as we show you all about your barefoot rights and living a barefoot lifestyle. And for more information about the 501c3 nonprofit Barefoot is Legal, please check out barefootislegal.org. We talk a lot about the kingdom here, and we talk a lot about what most churches are afraid to talk about or don't even know to talk about, which is what the first century church was really doing. But just talking about it is not enough. We encourage everybody to join us uh, in their local neighborhoods, in their local communities, to find out more about what they can do to seek the kingdom of God and His righteousness gather with others who are already starting this road or starting to turn around and do things differently. Join us on thelivingnetwork.org or at hisholychurch.org. Go to the network links or go to preparingyou.com. Join the network there. It's all the same. And we'll try to hook you up with people in your local area. They will not be perfect. They don't walk on water. They are not necessarily saints. But they are talking about seeking the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And join us on Facebook. Facebook.com, His Holy Church, all one word. Join us there. We'll give you updates so you can start doing some studying and thinking about these things and start looking into these things for yourselves. But it's just not enough to sit and listen or to talk about or to say. You must become a doer of the word. Hello, I'm Mike, my birthing partner and I just got our new Lysnica Freedom Microchips. These microchips are awesome. They help me keep the freedom I used to before enrolled into Southern Hampshire Institute in Technology. I'm Jamar. I am friends with Mike and his birthing partner. We met at SHIT. I am a liberal media major. I also just got a Lysnica Freedom Microchip. SNSHIT recently mandates everyone on campus get their Freedom Microchip. I jumped on the Lysnica joint. This freedom chip grants me the freedom to go everywhere I was allowed to before COVID. Now this chip tells me when I am and am not allowed to go outside. It also tracks my boosters. If I'm not up to date on a chip, it tells me when I need to get it by. This chip is sweet. Without this freedom chip no one is allowed on our campus. I scan my hand whenever I want to pay for something. It also calls for an ambulance when I get another heart attack from a booster. Which is totally not a heart attack from them getting a gene therapy. These freedom chips are free. You can go to any drugstore or China Mart and employ with insert in your wrist. Remember, it is not the mark of the beast. You just need to let Lysnica track and trace your every move. 
You just need a freedom chip to buy, sell, work, and live. When you get a microchip, look for the Lysnica Freedom Microchips. They are sweet. Hello everyone. I am Broccoli Man. At night I fight for organic GMO free food. During the day I fight crime against child trafficking. Please watch my story on rumble.com. Just look up Broccoli Man and you can see my regular run-ins and follies with G-Lobalist, the wiretap, the millennials, and everyone else I run into. I fight communists and very pro-free speech. Just check me out. Broccoli Man. On rumble.com. Hello Freedomizers, I am Broccoli Man. When I am not fighting crime, I listen to the Proof Negative radio show. I am the Wire Not only do I forbid you to listen to Freedomizer radio and the Proof Negative radio show, I am going to demand you wear a mask and get your naked body scan. We need to protect the one world government. You getting the real information hurts a crime syndicate. Do not listen to Proof Negative. You must now disrobe this instant so I can check your person for a constitutional cash money. Anyway, listen to Proof Negative on Freedomizer Radio. Weeknights 9 p.m. to midnight Eastern. 6 to 9 p.m. Pacific Time. Freedomizerradio.com Now, let's get back to the Proof Negative show here on Freedomizerradio.com. Welcome to the Proof Negative Radio Show, right here on FreedomizerRadio.com. Now sit back and enjoy the show.
Negative show tonight. Welcome to our home here. I am your host, Proof Negative, the big kahuna here on Freedomizer Radio. I want to thank everybody so much for finding us today. Today happens to be Monday. TGIM, everyone. Thank goodness it's Monday. Another broadcasting week about to start for us here. I'll have Christina joining us here in just a moment. And if you out there in Radio Land want to join us, the number here is 319-527-6208. And just press lucky number one on your phone. I will make it a point to bring you into the conversation. So with that, let's go ahead and bring Christina in here. Hi, Proof. Good to be back again. Hello again. Uh, Thank you for the... Yeah, thanks for the warm welcome, and uh, thanks to everyone that's joining us tonight. How how's your day been? Um, it's uh, it's been okay, I guess. It's been a day. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's um, I tell you, every time you turn on or just open anything on your computer or the TV, it's just like it's so infuriating what continues to happen. Um, I feel so sorry for those people in Maui. I mean, I just, I'm so glad, though, that people are over there shooting where they're not supposed to be shooting and um, sharing the videos and people are spreading them. I mean, to see what's really going on over there. Oh, they they really don't want to cover that. Have you noticed that this Hawaii thing is the first thing where where nobody's saying that I'm with Hawaii and things like that. Yeah, I mean, um, oh, I know what you mean. Yeah, like when, yeah, absolutely. I understand completely what you're talking about. Yeah, that's true. I never even thought about that. I've been waiting. I guess. Um, I guess maybe we need to start that. <laughs> So, 
Uh, that's a great idea. I mean, I haven't, yeah, I haven't seen that anywhere. And, and, you know, uh, that video I sent you, that poor woman, and, and, you know, I'm glad, I'm glad that the Hawaiians are speaking up and, you know, that they're not afraid. I think they just, they've had so much and had so much taken away. And, you know, in that video, she literally says, um, I'm a forced American, not a proud American. I'm a forced American. So, you know, and then she, in the end of the video, she, she goes on to say, now I don't mean tourists. She said, we love the people that come over here and visit, you know, they are our livelihood. They support us. And she said, but basically they're insinuating, you know, that they, they have no respect and they despise what our government has done to them and what, what they've taken away from them and forced them to participate in. So it's, um, you know, what's, what's wonderful, wonderful about what some of these things is happening. I don't know if, you know, that's kind of a, I don't know if I should use that word, but, but in one sense, um, there's a lot of things that we are learning about things that we were never told in school, was never discussed, you know, all these beautiful cultures um, that exist in the world. You know, it's, it's so many of them have been suppressed, and and America has. You know, America did You must suppress. be talking about the transgender community. We didn't teach that <laughs> in school. Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, and, and this is, you know, and this is what they're doing. They're trying to... They're trying to destroy the beautiful cultures that have been around forever and replace them with this, oh, all these stupid, you know, ideologies that, that have no culture in them. And, you know, it's, it's just it's, it's time that we start promoting cultures and strengthening them. And it, it starts with the people. I mean, we've, we've got to start doing this. And I think the more people see these things, the stronger that movement's going to get. Because I don't, I, I mean, I'm sure people are like me. They had no idea about how we kind of took the Hawaiian culture away. I mean, there was another video I watched earlier today. It was on the Hawaiian culture. And, I mean, it's, it's shocking. So uh, there's just a lot of things going on over there that that I was completely unaware of. Um, I was even, where was, oh, it's, you know, they talk about the U.S. Pacific Command. It's located, obviously, in Hawaii. And it said that that's basically where, you know, most of our, a lot of our nuclear weapons are. And they said if there was a nuclear war, it, the Hawaiian Islands would be demolished. That's the oh, first place they would. they would attack. So, you know, it's, it's sickening that the military-industrial complex is the number one driver of the Hawaiian economy over there. I mean, that's, um, that's something I did not know. It's not right. It's just not right that we focus on war. 
you know, all these flipping leaders of, of all of our countries, they focus on war. And it's but just, here's an when issue is too, uh, Christina, oh. just something to think about. Do you know the, the distance between Russia and Alaska? Oh, I've heard this before, but I don't remember. I know it's not very far. 55 miles. 55? Oh, my gosh. I just yeah, how many miles for. is it from you to St. Uh, from Cape Girardeau to St. Louis? It's, it's 90 miles. So in oh, and about half wow. the distance. So if we nuke, if we nu- use a nuclear bomb on Russia, uh, Alaska would get hit just as much. Oh, wow. I don't know. I mean, we've, we've got to figure this thing out. We've got to get, we've got to turn things around to where the people are in control again. I mean, it just, I don't think that Trump mugshot is working for the Democrats though. Yeah, no, I don't either. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, what did they say? It's like, you know, the more they indict, they, um, the more people unite. I mean, and it's true. I, I'm going to, uh, I'm just going to make a public statement here. For those of you who still think that Trump is part of the two-party system and that this is a plan all along to arrest him for the rest of his life, uh, I, 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 I'm, uh, I, I'm, I'm about 180 degrees against that. I would have to agree. That's, that's a great yeah, point. They, they, they wouldn't try to arrest him and put him in no. prison the rest of his life and talk about assassinating him if he was part of them. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. I mean, right now, the, him... And so many of the J6ers that they have wrongfully jailed mm-hmm. and treated, you know, worse than, I mean, people have no idea badly they've been treated. You know, it's, it's just information. It's, <laughs> you know, it's that freedom of speech thing. They, um, they're preventing it. They're preventing it. And and this is proof of how important it is. Because if people truly knew everything that's taking place, everything that's taken place, if we knew the real history, I mean, people's jaws would drop. Now, you're still going to have, I mean... I still, even those that would still line up to vote for Brandon, I still yeah. think if they heard the real truth, if they truly listened, I still think that they would even change their mind. But the problem with, with those people is, you know, they don't want to, they don't want to listen to any of it. They just want to stay in that, oh, that bite Brandon world. And think that do you, I mean, do you I, think I, Hawaii has figured it out, or are they going to vote for Brandon again? Um, <laughs> I, I sure, uh, I want to. I, I mean, I think so. I mean, did you you heard the booze? You heard the booze. Oh, I know I he, heard the booze. 
Yeah. So I have to believe the only people over there might be the, obviously the elite, the ones, you know, yeah. Bezos and all them. And then um, the government, obviously, which are not Hawaiian, you know, like Governor Green. Um, or the police just, chief. The lady on that, what's funny is the lady on that video, she she even called out Oprah and I think Bezos. I mean, she called yes. them out. And she said, like, who's Oprah? You know, I mean, she let her have it. She's like, you know, they let her in here, but they won't let other people in here to help you. I mean, they're really pissed. So I um, but I hope Can I give you my thought on that, Christina? Yeah, sure. So I think that if it's Brandon versus Trump, they would vote for Trump. But if they put out anybody else on the Democrat side, those people that would say they would never vote Brandon again. Like, they would vote for Michael Robinson Obama because he, he's such a nice lady. Uh, but they don't. They would not put two and two together that it's the same person running the show. They, they just have a different face. But, and there again, are they aware that Obama is the one that no. wanted to No, they, they get think rid- it's all Brandon. <sighs> but um, as far as the Native Americans, Remember, Obama was the one that wanted to eliminate tribes. He's the yeah. one that that wanted to do that. Ugh, I don't know, but I just, um, we've got to share. We've got to share the information as much as we can and let people know what's going on over there. I mean, and there's just things that don't make sense. I'm have you been watching the the Hawaiian real estate guy? No. I don't know if you've seen him. I didn't know about him until this happened and he's I mean, it's great what he's doing. So he's going they're sneaking in there and they're videotaping because obviously we know that over there no media is allowed. People aren't even supposed to be in there taking pictures. Now why would that be? That makes no sense. Why why don't they already have unbiased science people, scientists that, that you know, have backgrounds and, and know about the temperatures and the materials and, and, and what could cause this? Why don't they already have them over there, you know, researching this and, and figuring this out? I mean, when you have liquid aluminum, melted, running down on the ground like a river, 1,300 degrees is where is when it takes, I think 1,300 degrees is what the guy said for aluminum to melt. And there was so much of it. And, and the two videos I'm talking about was the one video was, so they, they snuck in, they got past um, their there was a sheriff at the at the entrance. You know, they've got blockades up. And there was a sheriff and some other people there, and they told them, you know, they're like, the sheriff, you know, we're grateful for you because we know that you have higher power than most anyone. 
you know, that you will protect our constitutional rights. And he said they just kind of moved out of the way, you know, and didn't say anything. They just left so that they could cross. So they moved out of the way, and those people, they, they went ahead and walked in, and they walked all the way to this car. So to the highest point where the fire had gone to, and it was kind of up on a little bit of a hill, and you could see down below the water, and, and you know, it, it was a beautiful view. And there wasn't much up there. There weren't a lot of trees or anything. There was just a little bit of grass. So it wasn't like there was this massive giant fire up there. It was just where it had kind of spread and, and burnt the grass a little bit. And then there's this area of gravel beside the road. And there's this lonely car that's on this gravel. So this, this car is not even touching any grass or anything. And it is absolutely disintegrated. So they're trying to figure out how, when this fire is barely burning the grass, you know, about five, five, ten feet from it, how did this car completely disintegrate? How did it catch on fire when it's surrounded by gravel? I mean, it just makes no sense. I mean, the glass was melted. <laughs> the, I mean, it makes no sense. So, you know, I really want some scientists. I wish someone would call in if there's anybody out there that, you know, they have background in this. You know, tell me how, tell me if it's possible for that car to have, you know, caught on fire somehow from a little spark from that grass and completely disintegrate like that. I mean, it's just, it's, it's crazy. So, and then they were in um, another subdivision that did not burn. He, he took the video and he, you know, went all the way around. So nothing around there had burnt except for there was this bare area and there were two cars yeah. sitting there. Did you see that one? And they were completely disintegrated. Well, I didn't see everything, but I did see where cars are literally melted into the ground, and that doesn't happen in a fire. No, I know. I just, that's that's what, you know, I don't understand. They should have, if they really cared about this and wanted to know the truth, they would have people in there already figuring this out. So, well, that's and, a given. That if, if they're hiding something, yeah. then they, they don't want anybody there because they're too busy. They're too busy hiding their agendas. Yeah, and, and you know, and the, the thing about the um, the smart city, you know, people don't even know what those are. People don't even know what smart cities are. Most of them haven't heard of them. So, it's um. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know how much more has to happen for people to start paying attention. I really don't. So, heck, I think you've already got parents, you know, already masking their kids to go back to school. I mean, you yeah. just some people just 
never learn. Yeah, you get these people that are that are wearing scams already. Yes. You know what's funny and though I, is that yeah. is that uh, Alex Jones called it out. Uh, he said. Yeah. <laughs> he said that several TSA agents and government officials told him the exact plan, and they all had their staff meetings. And then yeah. that night, they they started putting out stuff. And then over the weekend, they tried to say you're you're a conspiracy theorist if you think we're bringing back scams and and mm-hmm. gene therapies. But then yeah. but then the same people that are telling you that you're a conspiracy theorist for saying that they're going to bring back the scams are the ones saying that we should wear scams because there's a new variant. So they're exactly. telling us that we're a bunch of fools, but they're telling us to do what they what they say at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. And they're telling yeah, us and, how yeah. by the 15th there'll be a new gene therapy for this new variant. Yeah. And this is yeah. the fastest. Yeah, I, I, I want to know how 24 <laughs> hours after they announced there's a new variant, they already have a gene therapy for it. Yeah, yeah, and they seem to always predict when when it's you know when it's coming, the the new variant. Yeah. Date. <laughs> it's just it's it's uh, not logical at all. But and and the doctors are already you know schooled, and it's like okay, when somebody's sick, you just automatically tell them they've got the new COVID variant. You know, it couldn't be the flu, couldn't be some other virus. No, you got you got Definitely schools in, in in many different school districts now that that say that they're not going to be opening their schools until further notice because of the, the new COVID variant. That oh yeah, uh, I don't know if yeah. it's even. I don't even think it's more than ten people that have caught yet. Right. It's it, yeah. It was. Um, I think Kentucky. There was a school in Kentucky and somewhere else. They've already shut down. A whole school, school a district in Texas also. Oh, people forget that since 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 I can remember the the minute school starts, when everybody gets back into school and are around each other, I'm sorry, but everybody gets colds and viruses. It happens. I mean, it's just something that's happened forever. It's not something new. Now, have they, you know, put something out there and and made it worse? Yeah, I think they have, you know. And the truth is, all of this never had to happen. Our government allowed it. Their, Their programs, their NIH and all these programs, they caused this. Fauci and Ralph Barrick created this monster i mean and and finally that's actually a good thing the um they've held up funding let me see if i can find it they've held up funding to the nih because of um, some of the the politicians and like Missouri going after Biden, they literally have held held up the funding. So that's actually a good thing because they were asking for um, the NIH was wanting 150 more 154 million um, for another program, yeah. and it says legal concerns have halted that. 
So I, that's a good thing at least. So we'll see um, see how long they hold out. But it uh, it specifically noted that the discovery in the case Missouri versus Biden found federal officials communicated with big tech platforms and pressured them to remove content, including a parody Anthony Fauci Instagram account. So um, good information. Good information. And, you know, people need to um, stop. I, I mean, all this, I get, all this conspiracy crap. It's like not conspiracy people. These are all facts. You can look them up. I mean, nobody's going to do their homework. You've got to dig because obviously a lot of this information is suppressed. So you've got to find um, unbiased news organizations that actually get in there and report this. But but the information's out there. And uh, Dr. David Martin has, you know, recorded it and and promoted it and put it out there. You know, you've got the, the Fauci dossier. <laughs> it's all out there. So it's just a matter of um, our rogue, you know, justice system right now prosecute because they, they all make money from these programs. I mean, uh, you know, you got that re- revolving door thing. So I, um, what was it I I saw too about, you know, I think people don't realize the connection between um, the Bar Association and who actually truly controls them. And and I've got to look into this a little bit more, but it was saying that uh, the Bar Association is basically, I think they're controlled, surprise, surprise, by the, the British royal family as well um and like i said i let's see what did i see that yeah it says the bar association is blocking our constitutional protections and it says basically they're owned by the british royalty so are you familiar with this have you ever heard about that because that was something that i was unaware of I mean, they do go and meet in London for some reason. You know, the Bar Association, they go over there. So that's a little fishy. That's something, uh, too, if if anybody knows anything about that, I would love for them to call in and, you know, maybe give us some information about that. But all all these arrests that have taken place the past, what is it, almost four years now? And, you know, they're all illegal, if you think about it, because the only thing that justifies being arrested lawfully is if somebody has injured someone, damaged something, if there's a loss and a breach of the peace. You know, so any anything outside of that basically is illegal. So... I mean, the the people on January 6th, now I understand if somebody broke the windows, you know, of the building and caused any damage, okay, there's, there's ground for being arrested. But the fact is many of the people 
that were thrown in jail, some in solitary confinement, didn't go near the building. All they did was assemble peacefully on the lawn. And, I mean, that is so wrong. That is so wrong. I mean, I I don't know what's wrong with people. They can just sit back and say, oh, well, yeah, you know, that was a, what did they call it? Oh, I forget the term. Insurrection. I mean, really? It just, I have no respect for anyone anymore that it feels that way. I mean, I'm sorry, but I knew people that were there, and they were peaceful people, and all they were doing, they were there, you know, gathering and just speakers. There was nothing wrong with any of it. And they literally, they're they're just making an example. They're taking these people that did nothing wrong, and they threw them in jail, and some of them are still there, and they're just doing that to try to put the fear in people, to say, look, you know, you've got to listen to what we tell you to do. You cross that line of what we tell you, you know, of how things are going to be, and we, we can do this to you. And, you know, they're getting away with it right now. I mean, I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting for law enforcement or for the military or for somebody to come and step up for the people. In my eyes, the military should have already been to wherever they're holding these people and, you know, said open the doors and let them all out. Oh. I'm just, I'm on a rant tonight. I just, I've, I've listened to these poor people in Maui all day, and I just, I mean, it's ridiculous. These poor people, they, she said they wouldn't even let them use the restroom in places. She said they gave us toilet paper, but then they wouldn't mm-hmm. even let us use it. I'm just like, oh, my God. And then they're having to fill out paperwork? It's like, this is ridiculous. Just ridiculous. I don't know. And did you hear, um, supposedly, was it the country? Hungary. Um, Hungary sent them, I guess, some type of housing that it's a, mo- I guess, a modular, like, housing that kind of shuts up real easily. Did you see that? No, I didn't. I need to look that up a little bit more. But um, <laughs> I thought... That's kind of cool because I'm not used to other countries stepping up, you know, to help the United States. So I've got to look into that more. But um, it showed them bringing them over and unloading them. So uh, it looks like, you know, they're stepping up to do more than than Brandon. So, I mean, that lady today, she said, literally, all I have received is $700 so far. She said, and, and now they're telling us we have to stand in this long line and fill out these papers to get anything else. So. So it's like they're punishing those people. Yeah. Yeah. As if they haven't lost enough. I mean, 
do people understand? Oh, you know, it's so sad that people can't in other people's shoes. You know, it's like, really, do you really have to have this happen to you personally to understand what those people are going through? Well, they despise those those residents, the government, and they they want oh. those people gone like you wouldn't believe. Yeah. Well, I despise our government. I can I can without a doubt. I mean I oh, I have nothing nothing good to say about them. And McCarthy, you know all freaking talk. It's like stop freaking blabbing and do something. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so I'm, <laughs> I'm sitting here talking, talking, talking. If <laughs> you've got some things you want to talk about. No, go ahead. <laughs> I'm in no okay. rush. All right. Um, I was, uh, what was the other thing I saw? Let's see. Uh, why isn't the media on? I, well, I mean, I, I guess I answered my own question about that. Why isn't the media allowed? Um, let's see. Florida, there was. Oh, the uh, the wildfires in Greece. Um, so, obviously, it seems like the whole world's on fire. Um, so far, this past week, there have been 200. Um, wildfires in Greece, but, um, and there's been a total of 500 this summer, and it's destroyed 130,000. I don't know if this was a type, typo or if this is what they use over there. It says 130,000 hectares of land. I don't know what that means, but anyway, the 79 individuals have been arrested. So theirs were definitely arson, and uh, the civil protection minister, Vasilis Kiklius, he said um, he's been talking about how politicians in the EU and the U.S. have been quick to blame all this on climate change before official causes were even determined. So he's, he's stepping up, and he's like, you know, this is ridiculous. And I, I love it that he's being you know, heard and, 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 and spreading truth. And, you know, so, so basically he's arrested 79 people and, and man, he's mad. <laughs> They're going to come down hard on him because I can't remember their, um, the number of people, there have been people that, you know, lost their lives. And obviously there's always going to be lives lost when there's fires like this. But um, the other thing that was bad is uh, I was reading in the Gateway Pundit. They're um, called Golden Valley Farms. I mean, the government overreach has got to stop. I mean, this is just, I'm just beyond accepting any of this anymore. It's crazy. So an Amish farmer from Virginia has been yes. violated. Did you, you saw this? Yes, I did. Um, by the, yeah. I said by the wonderful government gargoyles. So they raided and seized his property. Um, He was basically serving 500 consumers through, um, I think, like a farmer's member association. And so 
he said it began, I think it's been open since 2019. And basically, he it said it, he said it began June 14th when the VDACS inspector made an unannounced visit to Fisher's 100-acre farm. They had a search warrant, and he said he soon found himself in a battle or on site rather than in a USDA inspected facility. And why is that? Because the government wants to make some more money. And then, um, and this, this one shocked me because in this instance, the sheriff was not protecting this farmer's constitutional rights. So this freaking sheriff deputy returned the next day to conduct a thorough search. So basically they took $10,000 worth of product. They seized them and dumped them. I mean, this is ridiculous. They're wasting food. We have people starving in this country. And these arrogant, ugh. Ugh. I mean, this is just, it's got to stop. Got to stop. You know, there's no protection. Where's the protection protection for this Amish farmer? I I just, I just can't accept any of it anymore. I mean. Meanwhile, you have Brandon today going out there once again with another speech how white supremacy is ruining the world. Oh, oh, yeah. Plus, he's the white supremacist that we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, uh, it seems like he's an American supremacist. I mean, I, it's a, I, I just, I just don't understand why people are like in that crowd listening to him. Why, why are they just being quiet? Ah, ah, it's so super frustrating. So I um, obviously there's some other really bad news. Day. Did you unfortunately hear about the, the Florida shooting? About, are you talking about Joe the plumber? No. Oh, high school. All right. So you didn't hear about the high school shooting? Uh, is that happened. the one in Jacksonville? Um, no, no, no. That was the, I think Jacksonville was the dollar store or something, wasn't it? Was it? I don't remember exactly. This one, I think I kept it pulled up if I can find it, but it was um, it was in Florida, and it was um, 17 were killed, 14 injured. No. And the kid was, it was Nicholas Cruz, 19 years old, had an AR-15. That name he sounds had, familiar. I know. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that the so one they, from Parkland? Um. With David Hogg uh, and... Uh, oh, here it is. That sounds, uh, oh, Parkland. I remember that name. Yes. Oh, wait a minute. This is weird. So, this is weird. So, the general store... Well, yeah, this is in the same... 
It says Parkland, Florida. And, yeah, it says General Store Chain Dollar Tree confirmed that Cruz had worked at its Parkland branch. So this kid had worked there? Oh, that's a little bit weird. So, anyway, this kid had been um, expelled for disciplinary reasons. Yeah. And he had posted. And he had posted on social media, I'm going to be a professional school shooter. Yeah, I remember that quite well. Oh. Well, now I hadn't heard about this, so this isn't something new? This is so weird. Why did I just Yeah, can you send this? me the article and I'll tell you if you're reading something that's old? Yeah, I mean, this is so strange. For some reason, it. I mean, I maybe they somebody told me there was a shooting today. Maybe they got old news. Maybe they sent me old news. Let me send it. But it's strange that it's related to that same area. Let's see. Okay. I'm sending it now. Where's the date of this thing? I guess I should have checked that first. Um, Okay, date, where are you? High school on Wednesday. Oh, that's, that's, uh, that's, that's what I thought. It's old. Oh, it's 2018. Well, what the heck? So maybe I got the wrong story. They must be, I think they must have been reading old information because they had just sent it to me. They were like, did you hear what happened? And I'm like, no. And then I Google it, and I, of course, forgot to look at the date. So I don't know if something else might have happened or if, if this is what they were looking at okay well that's old news but that's interesting that they talked about the guy working at the dollar general that is so weird that just happened i'm so confused let's see i already talked about that and grieving oh oh this was something else that was super super bad um did you hear about the disabled veteran getting shot a whole uh, one of those early morning raids by the fbi i saw something on that yes oh my gosh i mean let's see did i write anything down or i guess i didn't so it's just i've got the article here i get oh no here it is so Um, A disabled veteran in Henderson, Tennessee, was murdered by the FBI in a pre-dawn raid last week. And to make things worse, the FBI refuses to tell the mother why. So, this is a a disabled veteran. (laughs) I mean, and they literally busted out the windows, threw in smoke bombs, and the mother was like, 
you know, he was he was coming out because of the smoke bomb. And so nobody has any idea why they shot and killed this person. And for some reason, they're not having to say why. I mean, I mean, how can this happen? Because, I mean, am I wrong? But the FBI is not really a government organization. It's a private organization, is it not? Yeah, the FBI stands for for Brandon's involvement. So that's what the FBI stands for now. <laughs> no, yeah, that's that's a much more appropriate name, that's for sure. I mean, this is just it's he was a hundred percent disabled. So they said he was a hundred percent disabled. This is how we treat our veterans. This is how Brandon treats his lets his veterans be treated. So it said he had problems. He had severe PTSD. He had depression, but he was getting help for it. He didn't have a weapon on him. He was just trying to get out of the house because it was filled with tear gas. I mean... They said that the house was destroyed by tear gas, flashbangs, and bullets. Most of the windows were busted out. So not only did they, you know, kill this disabled person, it sounds like they destroyed the house. It's just unbelievable that that they can just do these raids. I mean, here's this raid. They've killed a disabled man that everyone should be absolutely furious about. And... And then, I mean, and this poor Amish farmer. You know, I got news for people. If they don't start standing up for people like this someday, this is all going to come back around, and they're going to find themselves begging for help, and they're not going to get it. Let's see. Thursday morning, it says an arrest warrant by FBI agents ended in the fatal shooting of a Chester County man named Theodore Deschler. And the FBI refuses to tell them why they conducted the arrest warrant and why they shot him. Unbelievable. Wow. That's just crazy. So, ah, Wake up, people. I mean, seriously. Nobody should trust the government with anything right now. I mean, how? I mean, what does it take for people to realize? I mean, how many years have we, I mean, there's so many vivid clues as to who is controlling everything. I mean, all these people that are programmed, that watching the TV, I mean, all they see are, are ads for insurance to pay for their death, help their family, you know, help their, <laughs> to help pay for their funeral expenses. <laughs> I'm like, that's, you see those all the time, and then you see all these ads for, all they are is, is basically pharmaceutical ads for the COVID shot or other drugs. And, you know, the, the, the one thing I don't understand, too, I always thought that when you were advertising 
any drug or vaccine or gene therapy, I was under the impression that you had to also have, no matter, even when it's in that little bitty fine print, you had to have the risk and the side effects that were associated with it. And on those gene therapy injections, they're never on there. So how how is that how is that possible? How are they getting away with that? Well, they're, they're still putting the blank inserts, as far as I know. <laughs> Unbelievable. But you know, it's interesting though. The CEO of Pfizer refuses to take a gene therapy. Oh really? Oh. He yeah, said he he needs need. to save them for people who really need it, like the ninety nine percent. Sure he does. I think um, what needs to happen is we need to have a bunch of people line up like they're like they're going to get the the shot, and then and have all these have a lot of these people present, and then when and then when they're up there, we trade places and we have a lot of these guys sit down in the seats that they were supposed to be sitting in and receive the shot that they were going to give them because I still have, you know, we still got to wonder who they gave the real shots to and who got fake ones. So, I mean, I don't know if Brandon's decline is, is because they gave him the real shots or if it, it's just, you know, age and typical decline. For someone his age, I don't know. I don't know. But it's it's um, very interesting that you don't hear about a lot of government officials killing over from the jabs. When I myself know several that have died since taking them, so I just I don't get that. Don't get it. I mean, I have my theories, but but I just, I don't know. I just, um, yeah, I, you know, I think this farmer is another, um, they're just making him an example. You know, they're trying to scare people from doing these type of things. And I just, uh, it's just not right. People should be able to grow and produce their own food. I mean, we're we're protected. We can do that. I mean, this is highly illegal what they're doing. It's just, it's got to stop. Got to stop. Yeah, but nobody's stopping them. That's the thing. Yeah, I know. And it's, you know what, these these 500 families that get their food from him, they need to do something. They need to do something. So, but that's just it. People won't. It's just like the, the new cashless businesses. You watch. People will still go ahead and support these businesses. Ah. <laughs> uh. People are just so weak. So weak. 
Well, that's why I said yeah. 25% of the public wants the scams because they, they heard there's a new variant. And 50% don't, they're not going to openly ask for them, but they'll comply because because they'd rather buy stuff than to than to be told they can't come in. Yeah. So those uh, are the wusses. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I was just reading more about that poor farmer and his family. It's just crazy. So there so was it time um, for Mr. Broccoli? Oh, yep. Yep. And oh, by the way, my computer's running wonderful now. Oh, I finally oh, I, I forgot I got, to uh, I think I forgot to upload it. Oh, did you? But I, I finally called a vast today and I'm like, I'm like, I can't oh, keep dealing with this. Oh, yeah. So they they logged on with me and they went in and they found everything. So okay. even though I never used Norton or McAfee. They were yeah. running deep in the background, and I'm like, what the heck? So anyway, it's mm-hmm. it's all fixed. It's running well. Okay. So, yeah, I've got broccoli man up. You just let me know when you're I'm, – I'm ready when you are. You saw last week's, right, Jamar with his Remember 80th you? booster, and he said, no, thank you. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and, yeah, I remember um, Kilgore and I were listening to it. That's right, yes. Yeah. And he still, uh, Kilgore still doesn't like that Oliver Anthony guy. Well, I, I, you know, I listened to it finally, but then I listened to another video he put out of him talking. And he was like, this isn't about Brandon. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he, he was trying to was. say he hates everybody and it's not just, yeah. he's not a Republican. Right. So he was just saying it's it's not about basically either side. It's about all both sides, I guess. I don't know. Okay. You, are you downloading, you said? Yeah, I forgot to put it up here, so it's, uh, it's going to be a few minutes. <laughs> okay. No, no worries. Um, there was a sweet story about um, a grandson over in Hawaii, it was talking about when the fire was going on. It says this, Teela Kiakona, he was 28 years old, said he traveled 13 miles through a torched hellscape on August 8th in a frantic bid to save his beloved grandma who lived in the doomed town of Lahaina. He said, I was going as fast as I could, but the fire was coming really fast. Um, About the harrowing ride from the Hanakoha Valley home to the beachfront town in which he was raised. He said, I almost fell over multiple times. The wind was just crazy. And there were points where I felt I would give up, like I couldn't make it. But I felt as if God had his hand on my shoulder, pushing me, helping me. So by the time he reached your house, oh, it had burned. Thanks to his journey and a dirt bike ride. One of his cousins, oh, Kia Kona and his grandmother made it out of the blazes alive. So that was that was a good story. That was sweet. Going to save his grandma. 
He got to his grandma's house and made sure she evacuated with 30 minutes to spare. Aw. And luckily, my grandmother had some tenants, and they had a car. They packed their stuff and jumped in the car. The fire slipped through less than a half hour later, destroying his grandmother's home. Wow. He said there was smoke in all directions. It was like something you'd see in a movie. I could feel my legs building up with lactic acid. My lungs were heavy. My heart was pounding. But I continued and pushed through it. Pure instinct took over. Nothing was going to stop me from getting there to save my family. Gosh. Man. That's I just, just can't believe I there's mean, still people that will vote for that, though. No, I mean, this is, I mean, my God, a fire. People lose everything. It's yeah, and, just, then, uh, and then the government, uh, the governor can go in there and say that we're just going to buy everybody out. Yeah, and, I, you know, I wonder, I wonder how much of Lahaina's ancestral, like, information and treasures were. I wonder if they were, most of them lost, burn up. I mean, hopefully somebody has the information somewhere else. I mean, it's just so sad. So sad. But we've got to do everything to change this. I mean, people have to stand up and fight, and, and we cannot allow um, the uh, government to take that land from those people. That land has to go back. Yeah, but how many of them are willing to fight for it, though? Well, I think a lot of them are. I, I, I mean, I think... I hope so. I I'm, not, I'm not yeah. saying they're all weak, but that's the thing. If it's only a few people they'll lose. If everybody does it, they'll win. Yeah. I, um, that other Hawaiian thing I watched, I mean, they've been fighting for a lot of this for a while. So, you know, like I said, I had had other people tell me that were stationed over in Hawaii that the Hawaiians, you know, they don't like Americans or like the government, you know, like I said, they, they like the, the tourists that are over there supporting them, but but that's that's about it. So I um, I mean I hope they stand up and I hope they start putting some fear in the government over there. Yeah, no one no one's talking about any arrest or anything over there. Oh, Hawaii Electric says it's not their fault. Yeah, they did arrest. I mean, I forget who it was. I, I know what you're talking about. I forget who um, all was arrested, but and and it was odd, wasn't it, that the governor and was it the fire chief and like several of them were not even on the island; they were somewhere else. Right. So it's just um, there's a whole lot about this that that makes no sense. No flipping conspiracies. It's just, I mean, if people are too stupid to see the truth and all this stuff happening, uh, 
hopefully, uh, you know, if, if they want something to happen to them, like what's happened to these people, to 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 be proof to them, let it let it happen. That's what it takes. But another thing now that Brandon wants to go after is uh, because they haven't gone after enough with gas stoves and air conditioners and heaters and and uh, dishwashers and everything else. Now they want to go after ceiling fans. <laughs> what? Ceiling fans? Are you kidding me? How is – that makes no sense. Are you, You're being serious. You think I'm joking? Who? Who brought this up? Is this whose idea? I wonder was this? Oh my gosh! This is nuts. That is nuts. Ah. Uh. Okay, hang on. I got you. What? You honestly think I'm joking? Yeah, I did not hear that part. That one I haven't seen. So do you have that on Freedomizer? Radio.com? Or do you have, oh, you're sending it to me? Yes. (laughs) Oh, boy. Oh, my gosh. So he says that if you replace every ceiling fan in your house, if you replace it, you'll save $39, $39, but not, not just per year, but for the, the life of the house, you'll save $39 per ceiling fan. Oh, did somebody ask him how, how that is? Yes. Can he, can he explain that <laughs> and guarantee that? But every ceiling fan is going to cost more than $39. Oh, wow. Agree. So yeah, they want to ban a ceiling fan unless it meets specific requirements to fight climate change. So you can't use your air conditioner and you can't use your ceiling fan. I see. I see. I got news for them. I can use them and I will use them. That's funny. Yeah, so 30% of small businesses use ceiling fans. Yeah, yeah, sure. And and, uh, they could be fined for using a ceiling fan uh, that is not permitted under under the current codes. Hey, hey, hey. They're just inventing stuff now. You realize that, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I'm so glad. Yeah. It makes me feel so good that our tax dollars are are being just absolutely. I mean, you might as well just throw them in a fire pit. So those would be illegal too. Yeah. Oh. I mean, to to uh, think about all the money they've spent for war, like for Ukraine, and the war on us, 
with the gene therapies and the bioweapons, I mean, do people understand that basically we, we're paying for all this? I mean, at, at what point we need a, they need to change the law regarding, regarding taxes and we shouldn't well, have like you to, think something is going to happen for our benefit while we have a globalist government taking it over. Yeah, no, not at all. But at at some day, I mean, this is one of the things that need to happen. I mean, we shouldn't have to send our tax dollars in for anything that goes against what we believe in. I mean, our the tax programs are so they're basically illegal. We all know this. I mean, it's just it's just a joke. I mean, I don't have a problem paying in a little bit of money to, to truly help those that are in need. But I do have a problem, and abortion is one of them. You know, I know that's a sore subject with a lot of people, but it's like, you know what? I understand that there's those 1% of those situations to where if a, a child is is raped or something, you know, that's a whole different situation. But most of the time, it's all it is is people being, you know, careless and just behaving in ways they shouldn't be behaving. I mean, you know, if if you've got to go out there and play like that, make sure you do something so that that doesn't happen. Prevent it from happening. So I just, um, I don't know. Very, very, very difficult. But that topic. doesn't help the depopulation agenda, though. Right. Oh, right. Where did I read? On, yeah, I was looking at Natural News, and they were saying the WEF advisor, Professor Sarah Harper, says, UK's population collapse is good for the planet. Imagine that. <laughs> for the planet. Oh. All right, so if you're ready, we can we can do Mr. Broccoli. Yep. All right. Okay. Ready when you are. All right. So brand new variant featuring the wiretap. That's what I got. So three, two, one, action. Hold it right there, green dude. You are hereby ordered to stop what you are doing and take a COVID test with me today, sir. There is a COVID variant out there, sir. Why you busy stone cold children in these mean streets without a bloody scam on that face? No, thank you. I am immune to that variant. I do not own a smell of vision. I do not comply. 
Sir, this new strain is the worst one ever. G-Lobalist made all of us and his crime syndicate get two gene therapies for it. After the first one I had blood clots. After the second dose, an hour later I caught a heart attack. The heart attack was from getting COVID, sir. I was in the hospital for nine days. You are really that messed up in the head to not know why you almost died? Times you took the gene therapies, you had serious health issues right away. The doctor said it could have been anything. He said I may have been exercising too hard. Or because I was watching the Tucker Carlson and Trump interview on X formerly Twitter. It could have been anything except the gene therapies. The gene therapies are the most safest and the most effectivest things to ever put in your body. You can believe that because G. Lobalist owns the gene therapy company. But G. Lobalist said he will never inject himself with the COVID gene therapy. That is correct, sir. He said he needs to save the gene therapies for people like us that need it. Right. Keep believing that. Look you biasnitch. It was purely a coincidence that I had a heart attack and blood clots after receiving those gene therapies. Lot of people get heart attacks as a mere coincidence after getting these outstanding life-saving gene therapies. I do not know what you are insinuating, sir. It would have been much worse if I did not get the gene therapies, sir. Perhaps after I inspect your kumquats and your ice cream cone it will not be this so funny, sir. Now you peel off those garments right now. I need to check your person for any meat or dairy products inside your person. We are easing banning those items within the next six years in this city, sir. Don't you worry. I will be grilling my grass-fed steaks and enjoying my organic ice cream while on my rumble videos. We do not care. Now you look here something that car. How about you say that right to G-Lobalist's face? Let's get into my 1993 Geo Metro and go drive up to his lair right this instant. We can listen to the Thompson Twins hit song Hold Me Now and hold hands while we walk up the stairs to see G-Lobalist. Please remember sir. He does not look at 99% S like you unless you are wearing a bloody scam on that face. Yeah, that's gonna be a no way, dog. Yeah, that's gonna be a yes way, dog. I will even provide you my 2024 Michael Robinson Obama for President's scam to wear on that face. Look, I am busy working. We have to get this fentanyl off the streets and get these children away from these child traffickers. Now sir I am very worried about your well-being. I do not want G-Globalist to detonate a direct energy weapon and start a fire around your neighborhood like what happened in Lahaina, Hawaii. If you make G-Globalist upset, your home might be the one that is 1% S might target. I am just saying that when the 1% make a demand on you, you must you must obey at all costs or we destroy you seven ways from Sunday. Do you understand our treat your you sir? We do not take these things very lightly, sir. I am not sure why your crime syndicate had to do all that to those people in Hawaii. It is very easy green dude. 
those 99% don't refuse to give us back our land. We offered them up to 30% of the fair market value. They refused to play ball. So we set up some electric poles to be almost chopped down. When the wind came in, we came right through with a laser blast right at the power line that fell down and started a fire. Then we directed all the water be shut off, no emergency sirens, and we even put the police out there on those streets to block those nincompoops and utter fools from trying to leave the island. There's something duckers done did you really did get fried up just like chicken wings at Popeyes. Now the governor said he is going to confiscate the lands for us so we can buy at the rate we originally intended to purchase with. We play for keeps around this buyer's niche, sir. What makes you think you can get away with this? Because, sir, those dolts and bedwetters will vote Democrat no matter what. That is why Brandon had no comment and went down there to tell them fools some jokes. Those lemmings and train seals do not care what we do to them. We can put them in the FEMA camps, and they will still vote Democrat. Even though FEMA camps do not exist. I think the average person in America wants Trump to come back as president. Maybe so green dude. Maybe so. But Trump will be arrested and so will anyone that we believe could win in elections against whatever Democrat operative we put out there. Did you not see Trump's mugshot, sir? Yes, of course. That is why everyone knows this is a sham and knows this is just election interference. This is highly illegal. You know what, sir? No one bloody cares. All we have to do is create another mass event to cause havoc and round up all you near do well say you do not join a crime syndicate. Ain't it funky, brother? No. No means no. Yes. Yes means yes. I'll take you on a sky ride. I'm feeling like I'm spellbound. The sunshine is lady. Who rocks you like a baby? She says, hello, hello, you fool, you fool, I love you, I love you. Simon, join the joyride. Join the joyride. Ow. Okay, everyone. You need to understand what these globalists are trying to do to us. They want a prison planet and kill off 99% of the public so they can rule Earth with an iron fist. Never ever comply. Check out the Proof Negative radio show. He is on weeknights 9 p.m. to midnight Eastern Time. That is 6 to 9 p.m. Pacific Time. Proof has on great guests, excellent co-hosts, and all the news you need to know about. Do not end up in a FEMA camp. Listen to Proof Negative at freedomizerradio.com during the week at night and click on Listen Live. Also, check out the schedule to see the other great shows on the network. Freedomizerradio.com You shall do no such thing. What everyone needs to be doing is getting your Lysnecker Freedom microchips, getting your latest Kovaids gene therapies, and wallowing in your swill just cure 99% numbskulls and scallywags always do. You must never ever show your face around a 1% and for the love of Michael Robinson or Obama, you need to put a bloody scam on that face. Michael Robinson or Obama, 
He is a nice lady. Is that why the Obama's personal chef mysteriously died while paddleboarding with Barry? And his clothes were not found on his person? And Barry had cuts and bandages all over his hands. There you go again green dude. You keep stepping in it. When a problem comes around, you must zip it. Zip it good. We do not want anyone looking into this or any of Hunter's business dealings in the Ukraine. It is more important to arrest Trump for stating there were errors in the vote counts and a minion would counting errors. But that is on record as being true though. The difference is sir, he was not supposed to say that out loud. Like I said you never ever go against what is 1% globalists demand. Now let me get an anal swab from you right this instant so I can check that buttocks for anything that constitutes as global warming. Bruh. <laughs> Alright. So that was an episode. Yeah, that was good. Um, gosh. And speaking of women... I um uh Jillian Barry interviewed Dr. Fred Bishy today. Bishy's um the vegan older gentleman that has been around. He's been a he's literally been a raw vegan for 60 years. And he's literally 93 years old. He's almost 94. So she was interviewing him today. And one of the points he made about he said he always adds lemons to all of his smoothies and juices. Um, he said lemon and cabbage are very stimulating for the brain, but he said they're also um, anionic. So I, I knew lemons were, but I didn't realize that about cabbage. So he said he basically... Any certain kind of cabbage or all of it? Uh, I think all of it. And he said, you know, he basically gets cabbage salads. He doesn't put those in like his smoothies and juices but he said the lemon he does but yeah so that he said he literally eats lemon and cabbage every day okay. because and for people who don't know what anionic is um that are listening basically it just means that they're negatively charged and there's not a whole lot of things out there that are negatively charged and they help you know they're corrosion inhibiting so they basically help to clean up your body and kind of put the fire out. So, so everybody needs to add some lemons and cabbage okay. <laughs> to their meal plans. So, yeah, he's pretty, he's, he's been around a while, you know, and he, um, he's been through a lot, but he also was talking about um, seed oils. So he always tries to get people to just use like, you know, Jillian, she was saying, well, well, I use flaxseed oil, and he said, eh, I don't recommend seed oils. He said, you're better off just taking the flax seeds and grinding them up, which makes, you know, more sense. But he was talking about, you know, olive oil is, is great, but he said basically the mafia controls almost all of the olive oil distribution and manufacturing now. So he said um, – if you're going to get olive oil to try to get it from, he, he says that Morocco is one of the best places for olive oil. So 
you're shopping for olive oil, if you see something that says it comes from Morocco, it should be um, much, much better quality. Much better quality. He also said he eats avocados every day. So, very interesting interview. I don't like avocados like that, but I still try to eat two or three a week at minimum. Yeah, I mean, they've got to be, you know, they're ripe. they got to be ripe, and they got to be ripe. But but I, um, you can mix them in a lot of things, though, you know, especially like smoothies. They're great in smoothies, especially if you want one to taste like, like a vanilla or a chocolate-like, you know, shake. If you throw a little avocado in there, it just makes them, you don't taste it at all. It just makes them really creamy like pudding. So it's one of um, one of the things I always throw in there. But um, so did you did you see the did you send me the article or you posted it? Which Was one? The one that posted the article about Florida to classify the mRNA as a bioweapon. Well, that's been like for two or three weeks now, at least. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, that's wonderful. I wish uh, more. More states would hop on to that, but we'll see. One other thing I wrote down. Oh, I was reading. Um, supposedly, there are uh, 5,000 pilots that have been hiding health issues and still flying. Says they are military veterans who failed to report they were collecting benefits for disability. So that's not going to go over well. A bunch of them are going to be getting in trouble. It's like, geez, you know, people are afraid to fly already. <laughs> it doesn't help things. I tell you, I'm a little leery because of the gene therapies and, and then you hear things like this. It's just like, ay, ay, ay. I'm just waiting on them to bring scams back on the airplanes oh. and tell us that we're crazy because we, uh, that we, we don't, we don't want to comply, but then uh, they don't exist at the same time, even while they're telling you to put it on. Yeah. I wonder how that's going to work because, um, you know, I remember that the lawsuit, I know Dr. David Martin was part of that. And there was a lawsuit taken up to get rid, to get them off of the mm-hmm. airplanes. And I don't know, I'm just wondering how that will hold up. I will have to dig into that more and try to find out. So, let's see, what was I reading? Oh, um, I was reading that article, too, about, I mean, sheriffs, you know, across the country, I was speaking to a detective here in Cape, and I was asking about our sheriff, because I was I had heard, and I'd spoken to her a couple times, and she seemed like a very, very good person. And 
so I, I asked him a few questions, and he was telling me that that she really is. So he said she absolutely would would be the type of sheriff to protect, you know, our constitutional rights. And that was reassuring because, you know, everybody really needs to check into that everywhere and make sure that they've got law enforcement um, that will protect them. And, you know, I, I even talked to him and I said, well, so what if, what if they implement all this, you know, these things again, like the mask and the lockdowns and all that? He said, we're not going to arrest anyone. He said, we're not going to give any attention or time to that. So they basically don't, they, they think it's all BS. And um, so that was, that was reassuring. So I don't have to, to worry about any of that, but I just, um, you know, people really need to take that kind of stuff into their own hands and start checking that out and making sure. Because, you know, if if the sheriff isn't on their side, not going to protect him, they need to, they need a new sheriff in town. That's for sure. So, because I don't don't think a lot of people, maybe a lot of people don't know. I mean, you know, I was listening to DeSantis. Um, I did listen to the debate. And I did like what he said about, you know, he said in schools he would bring back um, civil education. So I remember when I was younger, I remember in elementary school learning about all that stuff. And I don't, I don't think they teach it now. I could be wrong. I need to ask. Um, I need to ask my daughter and check with my grandsons and see if they teach them any of those things. Because um, it's important information. People need to, to, you know, I mean, you know, a lot of us know that we have natural, you know, natural rights. We're, we go by natural law. So it doesn't really matter what, I mean, it matters, but deep down, we all know that we're going to operate under natural law and just have to deal with, I guess, whatever comes our way. But the law by which most, you know, a lot of us are going to live by, no matter what the government tries to do. Yeah. So, I I just still, though, I don't understand... I mean, I think Trump is still on the bandwagon about the injections. I did see somewhere where it looked like he was checking into checking into the, you know, some of the stories and and um, information that's come out about the injuries and the deaths and all that, but. I don't know. I, I still don't think he's admitted that they were the cause. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't think so either. Yeah. Did you, what did you, did you listen to Vivek again? Um, I don't know what to think about him. I don't either. He's almost. I mean, too... he, he's the best of what was on that stage, but 
Uh, I, uh, it, it's a vibe. big jump between him and Trump, and he's not going to get no. there. Yeah, my vibe went. I still, I mean, I liked what DeSantis said. I know, you know, I don't know. He just, he was very level-headed and wasn't just focused on Trump. But, but I, um, yeah, Vivek, I, I didn't realize that he had different views a few years ago. And he does come from a pharmaceutical, there was something right. about pharma, and I'm like, ugh. So that, yeah, that but worries does me that, But that doesn't mean somebody can't change his views. But no, I, I, I want to hear, hear more about what made him change. Yeah, because, you know, we all know that politicians always tell us what we want to hear. So that, and he has been saying almost too many of the right things. I mean, I hope he's really changed. You know, I hope he's maybe... Ugh, maybe seeing the truth, you know, but it's just so hard well, to trust he, the politicians. He has, I'm sure he knows, too, that if he was like everybody else, that he wouldn't have the vote, uh, he wouldn't have the the momentum that he has now. So he has to know something. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I don't necessarily think he's lying to us, but I, I need to know what made yeah. him change. Yeah, me too. Me too. Yep, that's that's true. That's a good point. He he needs to address that. He needs to address that. But oh my gosh, Christy! Oh, seriously. I mean, one of the guys made a good point. They were like, "I'm sorry, but guy hasn't was was it you who was talking about how he's not lost any weight whatsoever?" And oh, that wasn't me. Okay, and it's like, for how many years? I mean, this guy is, is not healthy, and I'm sorry. If he can't take care of himself, I, I don't believe he can take care of the country. I agree with that. Well, so, I don't think he really had anything positive to say. The only stuff he had to say was about everybody else. Yeah, that's very true. That's true. And then Nikki Haley, too, I think she's she's too pro-war, I think. I mean, she's she's yeah, all she, in. She's running the same the campaign that a certain uh, female Democrat candidate from a few years ago ran. Uh, Just uh, yeah. vote for her because she has less penises than the other candidates. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I, I yeah I didn't care for her. I was like, yeah, nope, nope, nope. But they gave so, her a ton of airtime, though. Her and yeah, they Chris did. Christie got a ton of airtime. Yeah, that's very true. Vivek was trying to, oh, it was funny. He kept on chirping in there, though. That was funny. He reminded me of Trump a little bit <laughs> in that regard. But, but, yeah, I don't know. I saw some other things today about, I haven't checked into them, something about they're trying to get Trump's name off the ballot is that true yeah a couple of states are, are trying to get trump's name off the ballot yes <laughs> i don't know how um, that's going to work yeah i mean how how is that possible oh, good grief just, yeah, just um, because we feel like it, it is not a valid reason yeah exactly 
I mean, we've we've learned that they pretty much uh, the Biden justice system pretty much can you know they'll let the the Democrats get away with pretty much anything they want to get away with. So that um, Jack says Jack Smith's indictments of President Trump are ill-founded and unconstitutional. Judicial no, but it's only unconstitutional why. if if the judge refuses to hear it. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. So, yeah, I still, I still wonder, um, oh, my gosh, I'm not even going to talk about that. That's horrible. Oh, jeez. Uh-oh, here it comes. Says, fast food chains under yum. Brands go to cashless. So Taco Bell, Pizza Hut, KFC to reject cash. Well, I don't know. Well, I, 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 I haven't eaten there in at least 35 years <laughs> yeah. in any of them. Same. So, so we're okay there. All right. As a matter of fact, if I see that it's owned by Yuck Foods, I I, I I walk away from it. Yeah. Yeah. Um Russia finds Google thirty two thousand dollars for not deleting alleged informa- misinformation about ongoing war in Ukraine. So I mean I tell you, this war thing, people just, they, um, I mean, we can't trust anything anymore about stuff like that. It's like you really don't know what's going on, the truth of either side. So all I know is it's, it's, we need to stop sending our money over there. You know, I'm sorry. I just, it's um, too clear right now that it's it's not really going to stop the war or anything. I mean, when I heard that, you know, basically Biden and them prevented, they kept the war going. I mean, Ukraine and Russia were going to call it, you know, call it off. And, uh, oh, by the way, Zelensky in the Ukraine says the only way he'll ever have elections again ever in in the Ukraine is if the United States funds it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, but they know, uh, Zelensky knows that all he has to do is is tell his puppet that he needs money. I started to say he is quite the tool. Oh, my gosh. I mean, and I cannot, oh, I just can't stand to even listen to him speak. His voice I just don't understand. You're in the middle it. of a war, but he has time to come over here and do all the late yeah. night talk shows. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, he's he's an actor. What do people expect? Right. I mean, come on. This is just once again, though. You know, people are just watching what they see on on the the programming. Well, we don't have a working smell-o-vision in the house, so I don't know what they're doing on there. That's good. That's great. At least my 
the the one thing I am proud about my kids, they have televisions, but they don't have cable. So they basically just do the, you know, the things you pay to watch or whatever, like Netflix and things like that. So, no, they don't even do the local news. No, it's just like oh, they do okay. Netflix or YouTube or stuff like that, but they don't have, like, a cable channel. I know once in a while, like, for sports and stuff, they'll, you know, buy into that stuff. But So that's kind of good. Kind of good. But, well, boy, these young kids are so tuned into, like, YouTube and stuff now. I don't know. It scares me a little bit. Yeah, I don't know too many people that even watch Smellivision on the regular basis anymore. Right. No, it's true. Very true. It's it's I wonder um how much longer they're gonna last. I really do. I won't be shocked. A lot of it goes away. I wonder how many corporations are going to just give up cash and expect. Well, I guess the average person, they're they're not. If Yuck Foods starts their cashless society as of September 1st, they might lose one out of every 100,000 customers. Right. Nobody's going to care. Everybody says, well, I have my debit card. That's okay. Right. I, I know somebody told, yeah, yeah. Uh, somebody told me to use something else today, and I'm thinking, I'm like, no, that's not the point. You just don't support them in any way. Right. So it's. Um, I'm seeing another article here to where the Canadian government is forcing their dairy farmers to dump milk. <laughs> yeah, and then they'll complain. They're, they're going to force uh, their dairy farmers to dump milk, and then they'll say that there's a, a dairy shortage a because shortage. of global warming. Yeah. That's how it works. So they can they can get you in both directions. Yeah. And now they've got the um they've got the hurricane headed to Florida. Yeah. Oh. I hope it's not too bad. There better not be any fires. Better not be any fires because I guarantee you there will be some um, investigation going on there. I don't think DeSantis will let him keep people out. I think he'll get in there and dig in and see what the heck is going on if something like that happens. So So I want to hear what J.P. Sears has to say, unless you have something else. But J.P. Sears was talking about the scams. Yeah, no, that's good. Um, Did you... I don't know if you downloaded that thing I sent you about that Hawaiian lady talking. That was good. No, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't that, download but... that. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. No. I'm ready. Just go ahead whenever. So we have J.P. Sears, then we have Russell Brand. I, I might play that one after. All right. So let's see what J.P. says. The Biden administration is set to reinstate COVID restrictions like masks and lockdowns. Welcome back to the JP React Channel, my beautiful freedom-loving friend, where we like to call out the lies, hypocrisy, and corruption of tyrants, shine the light of awareness on woke absurdities, and highlight the amazing work of other freedom fighters. There is no tyrannical activity, much like restrictions. 
Did we ever think they were done? Nope, I never thought so. I thought the tyrants were just pulling back, like, cool, we're going to pull back and then do the, like, regain more ground strategy. It appears as though they're set to do the regain more ground strategy on taking people's rights, putting restrictions on them, hoping people comply. So this news is actually broken by Alex Jones. And it's weird. I, I've seen some mainstream articles reporting this, referencing Alex Jones as the reference, which I think is just beautiful poetry because they would probably say nobody is less credible than Alex Jones. But they're referencing Alex Jones because he broke the story. What story is broken? Well, you can see it's summarized here on the Gateway Pundit under the title, Biden regime to reinstate 19 restrictions beginning with mask mandates as cases are certainly on the rise. So this is a TSA whistleblower and a Border Patrol whistleblower had direct contact with Alex Jones, and they said via the Biden administration giving them instructions, by mid-September, TSA people are instructed that they'll have to wear masks as well as uh, airport personnel. And then by mid-October, all flight personnel, including pilots, as well as passengers, will be forced to wear masks again by mid-October. That's awesome. Election's coming up. Get the mail ballots in because nothing protects us quite like those. So cue it all up, people. <laughs> it's, they're, they're doing it. They're doing it. And there's also articles out there where the Biden administration is like really ramping up their propaganda on your boosters. Now, the alleged reason why these restrictions are coming, which we don't know that they're coming. Why would we be planning restrictions when there's not a reason for them yet? Yeah, because then you introduce the reason for them, guys. So the alleged reason is because there's a new and improved variant coming out of Canada called EG5. Wow, this one just... It's got a name like that that kind of sounds like E. coli, sounds very deadly, and I'm, I'm frightened by it. And the World Health Organization has this variant on their variant of interest list, meaning it's like, yeah, it's probably going to turn into what we want it to, guys. So these restrictions are allegedly in uh, response to that that has not caused a problem yet. So it's great. They're, these people are like psychics. They just know what's going to cause a problem. All right. So the question I have is, will it work? I think they have woken up so many people over the past three years where now everything they do, everything they try seems to wake up more people. If their level of compliance last time was, call it at a six, I would be shocked if the level of compliance is more than a three. How many restrictions will be reinstated and how far will they push? I think that completely depends on you and I how far we allow them to push. I think like zero is the level of compliance that I feel on this. And I'm sure so many other freedom fighters are there at a zero. Zero tolerance for the BS that these people try to impart on us. Where I would have the opinion, this is alleged, not scientific. If things were as severe as they said they were, their restrictions and safety measures are also not helpful. Unconstitutional, yes. Helpful? No. And that's even if we give them the benefit of the doubt that this disease that's as deadly as you say it is, and you're being honest about that, right? Yeah, we are. Cool. Still not effective. The learning development of children, the social development of children, the social isolation, the rate of suicide, the rate of suicidal thoughts, the rate of depression, the rate of people self-harming through the roof because of their safety protocols. Doesn't seem too safe to me. 
And we can take a quick little gander. What's going on on Twitter? Is people voicing a lot of compliance here? You can see people speaking out. Kevin Bass, PhD, says, Public health elites are debating whether we should all wear masks again. Did you know CDC published a review of the best evidence in May 2020 and showed masks do not prevent influential viral transmission? CDC knows masks do not work, do not comply. I like that do not comply thing. Another user says, Dear retail stores, if you require masks to enter your stores, I will not be entering your stores. Signed, person with some sense. And then here you can see the clip. I'm not going to play this, but this is the clip of Alex Jones breaking the story. Y'all liberals can wear masks in the shower, giving you actually a shower, for all I care. We will never be forced to wear them anywhere ever again. And Cat in the Hat gets in it. I will not wear it on my face. I will not wear it any place. I will not wear it to get in. I will not wear it on my chin. I will not wear it on my ear. I will not wear it out of fear. I will not wear your stupid mask. I will not wear it. Do not ask. Amen to that. It seems very likely that the attempt to impose restrictions, the same restrictions we've grown to know and love, is coming. Allegedly by mid-September and intensifying by mid-October. How will it go? You and I and the rest of the people, we will be answering this based on how much we comply versus how much we think for ourselves and then potentially don't comply. That is our, in our hands, not the hands of the tyrants. With that said, thank you for considering this, my beautiful freedom-loving friend. Before I go, I want to tell you about something. You probably know by now that CBD has become a... Guess who's back? Back again. COVID's back. Tell your friends. Also, new boosters available. But can we trust the authorities that are recommending them? Hello there, you 6.5 million Awakening Wonders. Thanks for joining us on our voyage through truth and freedom. We are coming together while they try to divide us. We demand decentralized democracy while they try to make the world one conglomerate of elitist power. And how do they do it? By justifying authority. If there's a constant wave after a new wave of pandemic, then of course you need to submit to centralized authority and COVID is back again. We've only just got rid of COVID, it's back. And in other news, new boosters are available. I wonder if there's some connection between these new scary waves of COVID and these new brilliantly effective boosters. Let's have a look. COVID is making a comeback this summer. It's not ABBA. So many of us would like to leave it in the past, but cases are once again on the rise. So when will new booster shots roll out? (laughs) The news is literally propaganda. Okay, oh no, COVID is back again. So when will booster shots be available? And why should you do exactly as you're told by the media? And how is this? Donald Trump's fault somehow. Ann Thompson asked the CDC director. This summer, most Americans left COVID in the past. <laughs> the policy's waving to it. Goodbye, COVID. But who's this? It's new COVID. But tonight, signs of a COVID resurgence. What's behind this uptick in COVID that we're seeing? The main driver of this is a variant that's relatively newer to the scene, EG5. It's easier to give and get. Another catchphrase, it's easier to give and get new COVID, EG5. So that makes it kind of easier to pass along. It's been almost a year since the last COVID booster came out. 
CDC Director Dr. Mandy Cohen. The new COVID booster is expected to be approved by the FDA. Yeah, I'd imagine so. I mean, if I had to put money on it, I would say it will be approved by the FDA. Will it protect against this new strain? Yes. The booster is tailored to what we are seeing circulating now. We've heard this before. Oh, yeah for the last couple of years all the time. And then what did we subsequently learn? Mm. We likely will see this as an annual um, COVID uh, shot, just like the flu shot. Spring break, Halloween, Christmas, Thanksgiving, and of course, lots of Moderna money. Just in time for fall, when we'll also face RSV. Can you take the flu shot, the COVID booster, and the RSV vaccine all at once? we get all of these things into one convenient, profitable package? I've not seen this before, but my guess is that Mandy's going to say that we can. So for flu and COVID, yes. RSV, again, is only available for older adults. That's one where I'd say, talk to your doctor about what's right for you. That's an interesting pivot. It didn't used to be, ask your doctor. It used to be, we'll tell your doctor what your doctor can say to you. Otherwise, your doctor will be fired. Remember that? So until the new COVID booster comes, get prepared. Stock up on at-home tests. They do cover that new strain. Keep a mask handy in case you're in a crowded place. And most of all, get your shots, COVID, flu, and RSV, all by Halloween. That's actual news. That's actual news. That's not an advert. I would accept and respect that counsel if they were being responsible around the clinical trials, the errors in clinical trials, the vaccine injury stories, the evolution of the understanding around the efficacy and lack thereof around lockdown, same for masks, same for social distancing, same for every single policy. And the fact that the general inertia of this narrative are towards costly solutions that permit the government to regulate and control I no longer think is a coincidence. I do believe it's a convergence of interest rather than a deliberate conspiracy. But the results are the same. When all interests converge, conspiracy is unnecessary. Governments want to regulate. Big Pharma wants to profit. There is no need for centralised authority now that we have the ability to communicate, regulate and govern ourselves using brilliant, amazing, advanced technology such as we're using right now. And in order to counter that, the instantiation of new centralized authority has to be brought about by raising levels of fear and institutionalizing fear is something that never goes away reminder that covid never went away we don't know much about mandy cohen the new head of the cdc let's see how she arrived in her previous incarnation at the expert decisions to introduce lockdowns probably on the basis of clinical trials and as all science must surely be evidence empirical evidence So I would call, probably the person I called most was the Secretary of Health and Human Services in Massachusetts. She worked for a Republican governor just to, um, but, you know, when she was like, are you, are you going to let them have professional um, uh, football? And I was like, nope. And she's like, okay, neither are we, neither are we. Uh, (laughs) um, Or you could just chat to your mates on the phone and make those decisions on the fly based on the consensus of government rather than the consensus of science. So, uh, you know, it was like conversations like that. So, or, or I'd be like, so when are you going to think about lightening up a mess? They're like, they're like, next Monday. I'm like, okay, next Monday. Follow the science. Uh, when did you become a doctor? People that 
are making those decisions, we've now seen, were just having conversations with their friends or their peers and just forming a consensus in order to give the appearance of a scientific consensus when all that was really achieved was an alliance of friends. When you bear in mind that people that are making those kind of decisions and recommendations in our country, the UK, are now working for, oh, what was it? They're working for that charity where they help children. Sorry, not charity where they help children, Moderna that make vaccines. It makes you realise that some of these alliances have an economic component and it's not entirely about the service of the public. And indeed, when you watch Mandy Cohen saying that, it doesn't seem like someone that's just trying to do what's best for people. It's someone that's trying to present a unified front for arbitrary authority. After reports of Mandy Cohen's appointment surfaced, posts on social media showed her gloating about implementing COVID lockdowns, inconsistently following her own mitigation guidelines and forcing public schools to have students masked indoors regardless of vaccination status. North Carolina's former health secretary recalled at one point advising Massachusetts Health Secretary Mary Lou Sudders to shutter football stadiums to fall in line with North Carolina's COVID mandates. She was like, are you going to let them have professional football? And I was like, no. And she's like, OK, neither are we, Cohen said with a chuckle. It's like something that happened in Greece, the musical or Valley Girls. It's not like two scientists and public officials making a decision for the health of a nation. There's a couple of people giggling their way through a pillow fight. Well, I really fancy Danny Fauci. Oh, he's such a dreamboat. We oughtn't be surprised that human beings introduce arbitrary guidelines on the basis of alliances with their friends rather than on the basis of empirical scientific evidence. But what we should be is mindful and observant that that's how this authority is achieved. Not by, look, we've looked at this data set versus this data set, and we would like to invite you to consider what's best for you. We now know really that when it comes to these pandemics and the regulations, don't assume that they're doing what's best for you just because that's what they're telling you. Because now we know that other motivations could include well, that's what we did because our friends were doing it. Well, that's what we did because I was hoping to get a job at Moderna after the pandemic. There's a whole host of other motivations that are demonstrably true and have to be taken into consideration before blindly obeying authority, I believe. Let me know in the comments what you believe. With all this new COVID around, it makes you wonder if there will be available medicines to mitigate it. There are. What a coincidence. The Biden administration plans to urge all Americans to get a booster shot for the coronavirus this autumn to counter a new wave of infections, a White House official said on Sunday. On Thursday, Moderna said initial data showed its updated COVID-19 vaccine is effective against the Eris and Fornax subvariants in humans. New Lord of the Rings coronavirus with these elves and trolls about us. Moderna and other COVID-19 vaccine makers, Novavax, Pfizer and German partner BioNTech have created versions of their shots aimed at the XBB.1.5 subvariant. I've heard the names now, Moderna, Pfizer, Novavax and BioNTech in so many negative contexts that it's difficult for me to regard them as the harbingers of salvation rather than profiteering organizations funded by you, the taxpayer, that use that revenue to generate huge profits, appoint government officials, have favorable relationships. I don't see those brand names anymore as cause for optimism or inspiration for a new tattoo. Pending approval from health regulators in the United States and Europe, the companies expected the updated shots to be available in the coming weeks for the autumn vaccination season. It's literally spoken about like a fashion now, 
No, it's vaccination season. Only on NBC, our Thursday night vaccination season special. Which isn't as ridiculous as it sounds, because I feel like there was one bit where the Avengers got vaccines and Sesame Street got vaccines. And in retrospect, what they should have had is Bert and Ernie having a reasonable conversation about the cost-benefit analysis of lockdowns when it comes to cancer, diabetes, heart disease, mental health, economics. But they didn't cover that, did they? Here's friend of the show, YouTuber Dr. John, talking about Moderna's new boosters. And the UK government's just struck a 10-year deal partnership with Moderna to build a new factory. Now, this is near uh, Oxford. Um, I, I believe it's being built uh, at the moment. Uh, so the British government is, is in bed with Moderna uh, to the tune of a billion pounds, as far as we know. That's a 10-year programme. 10 years. So you might anticipate that over the next 10 years, the government and Moderna have a literal investment in there being a requirement for Moderna's products. And that one billion that the government invested has come from you. Of course they have to create a favourable cultural environment for those kind of investments. They can't allow us to have free conversations about whether or not you want your money going to Moderna factories. I don't remember being asked. I don't remember voting for it. I remember being told I'm in a democracy. Then I remember learning that Moderna had appointed the government official that was saying I should take Moderna vaccines. And now we're learning that there's a 10-year plan and a billion pound investment that no one asked for and no one voted for. And this new facility will build mRNA vaccines for uh, COVID, influenza and uh, respiratory syncytial virus, uh, as far as we know. And the UK government is tied in for 10 years with this group and committed to buy vaccines for 10 years into the future. Quite incredible. We've committed a billion pounds to buy these vaccines into the future. Have a billion pounds. If it doesn't work out, then we'll still buy the vaccines anyway. That's an incredible commitment and an incredible deal to have been offered without due scrutiny and with plain evidence that there's a revolving door between the government and Moderna in your country and mine. Right up to the prime minister of this country being an investor in Moderna who is unwilling to explicitly tell us how much or whether he profited from the Moderna vaccine. It's astonishing. What is going on here? You know, this is just very, very, uh, very, very strange. Committed to buy Moderna's vaccines for the next decade from this new factory. Now, if you're sitting in Australia, don't be smug about it, because I think it's just outside Melbourne. I'm pretty sure it's Melbourne. Certainly in Australia, there's a Moderna plant being built to produce um, um, I can't remember, 100 million doses of vaccine a year, I think it was. That's what globalism looks like. It doesn't matter if you're in Australia, the United States of America or the UK. There are consistent relationships between the state and global corporations that are able to bypass democracy. And the various unelected officials in the various agencies that facilitated those profits continues unabated, unaddressed. I think the Oxford plant is scheduled to build 250 million doses a year. The uh, Australia plant, 100 million doses. I assume that that means that they're going to quite heavily promote those products, right? Because the government are invested in it. There are all sorts of ways to spend your tax dollars and you're not invited to consider any of them. Just go and build a Moderna factory. There's also a plant in Canada, a new Moderna plant, to build a, to construct 100 million doses of Moderna vaccine in Canada and of course that's on top of the huge capacity already in the United States. So this is Australia, Canada, the United Kingdom, the United States all seem to be 
putting a lot of eggs, shall we say, in the Moderna messenger ribonucleic acid vaccine basket. Let's carry on. Oh, dear old Dr. John there, <laughs> having an on-camera mental breakdown from the sheer weight of corruption that he is trying to unveil, analyse and not get banned from YouTube while explaining. Moderna has paid the National Institutes of Health $400 million in licensing fees for a chemical technique developed by federal researchers that was used to create its COVID-19 vaccine. Moderna received nearly $10 billion in taxpayer funding to develop and test the vaccine. Moderna has sold roughly $36 billion worth of coronavirus vaccines worldwide. The company has forecast COVID vaccine sales of $5 billion for 2023. More and more, Julian Assange's maxim, the function of government is to funnel public money into private hands, makes sense. It can also be mapped onto the military-industrial complex war model, the health industry's pandemic model, and perhaps various other themes of what appear to me to be corruption that I've not yet been exposed. The pandemic is back, perhaps because it's necessary for the pandemic to be back, because the pandemic has been invested in. Moderna factories are being built in Canada, Australia and the UK. Boosters are readily available. Government officials are making their decision on the phone to one another while chatting. And people that work for the government during the pandemic are now working at Moderna and presumably other big pharma companies. But that's just what I think. Why don't you let me know what you think in the comments below? If you enjoyed this video, have a look at either of these. Stay with us. Turn on the notification bell and subscribe. And if you want a bit of a relief from the ongoing horror of this world, listen to our fun football podcast, Football is nice. There's a link in the description for that. More important than any of this stuff is if you can, please stay free. So that was uh, JP and uh, and Russell Brand. Yeah, they're both great. I mean, it's um, very refreshing to have those that, you know, are well known on our side. So they're very few and far between, but <laughs> there are some out there. I think I think maybe there's more of them, but a lot of them are just, you know, cowards. And, uh, well, just there's a few more quiet. out there, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I heard Richard Gere is definitely not one of them. Oh, well, he's, uh, you mean he's, uh, he believes in, in the stuff we're doing? No. He's on the wrong side. Oh, he's a liberal? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Buying into all the stuff. I'm trying to remember. I don't remember where I saw that. I was like, dang it. It it doesn't shock me if almost everybody there is raging liberals. They're still on strike anyway. Yeah, very true. (laughs) It's it's like, you know, I think that that has been um, probably – very surprising to them. It's funny to me. That you mean so that, many that the of world these... still goes on without them? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I could care less about them anymore. You know, it's like there's still people out there talk about them and, oh, did you? And it's like, no. I'm like, I won't even turn them on. I'm like, nope. Don't watch them anymore. Don't care. So, 
But uh, let's see. Let me get back. I, I to can't name you. Uh, the only reason I know about the Barbie movie is because of uh, it, it being popular for the wrong reasons. And I know about The Sound of Freedom. But I can't yeah. name you another movie from this year. I know there was a Spider-Man movie that came out the same week as The Sound of Freedom, but I don't know the name of it. Yeah, I started to say, I'm trying to think. Seems like there were a couple of good ones, but I can't, for the life of me, think of them either right now. Um, the the Barbie movie, I'm still in the dark about. So I don't. Oh, and Oppenheimer, that, that was another movie. Okay, so I can name you oh, three movies. Yeah, that's true. And I didn't watch that one either. But um, I still don't know about the Barbie movie, why it was so popular. I don't get it. But um, did I just sent you something to watch in your, you know, when you have time. But if you want to. But it's, you know, about harp, the weather. Um, I don't know. It's, I don't know. It's not a weather station. I don't know what you'd call it. A weather weapon, maybe. <laughs> yeah, a harp is a weather weapon. AARP, which yes. once again, most people know nothing about, but I guess this was an old movie made, an old documentary. It was from 1998, and I had never watched it, but it's um, it's a little worrisome <laughs> because, you know, they create these things and they mess with really important um, levels of existence of, you know, things that, I mean, they're talking about the, uh, the different uh, vibrations, you know, and, and that can even mess with the earth magnetic you know, and, you know, they really don't know what what could happen, but yet they go ahead and just do it, play. It's like, don't you care? <laughs> you destroy the magnetic pull of the earth. Don't you care? I mean, I don't know. So, and, and I don't know if that's just a... a Ploy to scare people, but what was it? Somebody just said that that they said that it's weakening, and I'm like, oh, really? Okay. So, but who knows? Um, but there's a there's some good information in them, and there's people on there that are interviewed that on both sides. So it's um, it was interesting to watch. I went ahead and pulled it up and watched it earlier to. See what it was all about. I need to watch it again because there's things on there that really catch your attention. So let's see. And then, um, so, you know, you saw the, I'm sure you saw some of the posts about the, how like the laser wouldn't yes. catch a blue, the blue on fire. And isn't it, it's kind of ironic, isn't it, that, and I don't know if all that, you know, how do you, how do you check that stuff? But 
supposedly like the blue roof and other blue things like umbrellas did not burn. But my only my only thought with all of that is you know, it's not like if, if they were using the deuce, um not like they were zapping everything. You know what I mean? So I don't know if that makes much sense. Because if they used those, they would have, like, I think, zapped certain things that would have caught on fire and then, you know, caused everything else to catch on fire. But it's not like they were able to zap everything. So I don't know. That That's kind of, I think, a little far-fetched. But <laughs> who knows these days? I know they pretty much get away with whatever they want as long as Brandon's running the show. So who knows? But hey, you know, it's it's all good because Bidenomics have, uh, was it General Electric? Let's see, who was it? Yeah, General Motors, you know, his wonderful economy. Over 900 workers with sudden layoffs. Isn't that wonderful? 900 jobs at an Arizona facility. Increase its efficiency. They were let go of. Mm -hmm. How lovely. Oh, wowza. I am... Guess we're gonna to have to wait. Well, it's it's got it. Surely this all this stuff is hitting home. I mean, I know it's got to be hitting home already. I mean, I know in my community there's so many people that don't have gas money. You know, they can barely afford to eat. It's just it's crazy what's going on. So. Let's All right, so let that. me uh, let me share here the uh, – I have a couple of Dan Bongino clips. Oh, okay. One, he's talking about the Argentina president. I don't know if you heard about him, but he, he ran against the radical left, and he says you give them nothing because if you give them even a little bit, they'll ruin your life. Really? And, uh, and Trump and uh, – Everybody's, uh, you were saying earlier about how they want to take Trump off the ballot. So uh, I, I want to okay. play that clip. So let's get both of these in. Okay. I want to get to this, though, before we go. Project Veritas, uh, they just had a bombshell this weekend. A South Carolina lawmaker, apparently running for office, caught on a live phone line talking about the, one of the most racist things I've ever heard, talking about Is black people and dope money. And taking dope money to stir up in the election. Here, check this out. We need some secret sleepers. Like you need, we need them to run as the other side, even though they for our side. And we need right, them to win. Right. We need people to run as Republicans in these local elections. So this is the only way you're going to change the, the dynamics in South Carolina. We can battle them in public all day, as long as we know we're working for the same goal. For me, I feel like. 
y'all, we need sleepers. When we get enough of us in there, we can wreak havoc, havoc for real from the inside out. Then we can put some yeah. from the inside out. We got to take back some of these seats, especially in these local elections. We need a group of sleepers. And I still got to struggle to raise money for my campaign. Where the fuck is my black people with money? I don't care about no dope money. Give me that dope boy money. Where the fuck is bag boys? Get you finding somebody in your family that don't even know you donating to my campaign and put that shit under their name. Honestly, these ain't the same type of black people that I grew up around. I don't recognize these black people. So I black because I don't understand the type of black that they are. Now, can I talk intelligently? Can I? I could be. Listen, I can move in all kind of circles, but I'm a. I love black people. I feel safest around my feet. I'm very much a in a lot of ways, but I know how to turn it off and turn it on. You know, I I know how to I know how to be in certain spaces. You know, you right, got to be right. able to turn it off and turn it on. Yeah. We need some folks that can wear all black at night and take their yard signs down when they when they sleeping. Wow, it's right. That has to be one of the most racist minute and 30 segments I've ever heard in my life. Yep. These aren't the black people I know. What, the black people you know have dope money? Um, do I even have to say this? testimonials are really weak and stupid, but you've never met a black person that dope money? You want to visit my neighborhood? We can, I can go knock on a few doors for you. We can introduce you to I mean, told you they were going to double down on crazy. This is the left. This is who you're talking about here. This is crazy. Hey, one last uh, thing I want to get to. Um, what I always tell you about the danger of the stupid smart people, right? Smart people who are degreed, use eloquent language, write these beautifully worded pieces, and yet they're the dumbest people on planet Earth. Well, the king of the stupid smart people, at least in the pretend conservative movement, is without a doubt Kevin Williamson. Kevin Williamson has a piece up in National Review that's so embarrassingly dumb, he refutes his own premise in the piece in an effort to kind of wreck the cons or whatever. Uh, it's so embarrassingly dumb that I really, like the other clip I just took out of show, I've considered cutting this out even as I'm talking about it right now, because you'll probably be dumber after reading this. So Donald Trump appointed these three Supreme Court justices, which led to the most profound victory in the Supreme Court for the preservation of life, the most important issue in the conservative movement you had in 50 years. So Kevin Williamson, who is a virulent anti-Trumper who pretends to be a conservative, says, this is not Donald Trump's victory. That's literally the headline. He then goes to talk about rage monkeys of Twitter and talk radio, how we deride conservative ink, con ink, which is a real thing. And he talks about how Trump is really just a product of Paul Ryan's tax cuts, club for gross, the regulatory agenda, how some National Review editors had given some economic policy advice. And he says, critically, Trump delegated his judicial selections to the Federalist Society because he really didn't have any choice as a matter of political reality. You can't be a Republican presidential candidate without backing or saying you back an originalist approach to the federal judiciary. This has got to be. I kid you not, the single dumbest paragraph I have ever seen. In an, I, I used to have a subscription to National Review, the hard copy. I loved it. It was such a great magazine. Fantastic. I don't know what's happened. There are still some decent people over there. I don't know what has happened. But this guy is a raging lunatic. I have, he is a smart guy. Matter of fact, Joe, how many times have we mentioned this book, The Socialist guide to the idiot's guide to socialism whatever yeah. i forget the hell it's a great book right. he's very smart 
Trump, this is the show your ass theory. The, the guy melted down after that. He has lost his mind. Conservatives and Twitter rage monkeys or whatever he's talking about. The con ink, the conservative ink people like Williamson were mad at. It's not the con part that bothers us, conservative part. It's the ink part. The fact that you write stupid pieces for clickbait refuting your own premise. So your premise is what? Donald Trump was so shallow because he took advice from the people you respect and then enacted conservative policies. (laughs) Guys, can you please read that? Does that not say that? So Kevin Williams' premise is the smart people are Club for Growth, Paul Ryan, and the Federalist Society, and dopey Donald Trump took their advice to advance conservative causes that hadn't been advanced in decades. Holy crikeys. He actually wrote this in a piece. That was a clip from the Dan Bongino show. You can watch the full show. We recommend you. I played the wrong clip, but I'll, I'll get this one going here. Al zurdo de mierda no le podés dar ni un milímetro. Pero, pero me definir qué le pones de mierda, digamos. Porque son una mierda. O sea, vos si, no, pero, pero es, es que si pensás distinto, pero, pero, no, pero pero si pensá distinto te, van a, te van a aniquilar. Ese es el punto. Es decir, vos al zurdo no... Let's skip that. So let's do this so, one. This weekend, did you notice it? All of this talk now about the 14th Amendment, which would disqualify someone from electoral office in the United States if they participated in an insurrection. Oh, notice they used that word before. Maybe it was deliberate. Maybe it was. All of a sudden this weekend, that's all we're hearing about is the 14th Amendment. This attorney pops his lawsuit. And then, oh, looky here, ABC News, 14th Amendment, Section 3, a new legal battle against Trump takes shape. Dude, that's... What a coincidence. Isn't that crazy, guys, how that creeped up? That's really crazy, Dan. Totally nuts. I'm sure it's an accident, folks. A 14th Amendment lawsuit, and then ABC puts its op-ed out. It's just like a total dink, right? So what's the 14th Amendment? The 14th Amendment that would disqualify Trump, with air quotes, says that a public official is not eligible to assume public office if they, quote, engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the United States or had given aid or comfort to enemies thereof, unless they are granted amnesty by a two-thirds vote of Congress. Huh. That's strange, because a couple of things here, guys. Was Donald Trump ever charged with insurrection or rebellion against the United States? Um, oh, he, what? Joe says he wasn't. Justin, do you remember that? Uh, yeah, not yet. Yeah, not yet. Good point, Justin. Uh, I don't remember that either, because Joe would be correct. That's not happened. He's not charged And here's a weird thing, guys. Uh, There was an impeachment over this, correct? The second one. And if I remember correctly, there was a trial in the Senate. And, oh, that's right, Trump was convicted. Oh, he wasn't convicted. Justin's like, no, he wasn't. You messed that up. Thank you, Justin. He goes to school. I got to go back to school. So he was neither charged with insurrection or rebellion against the United States. And when he was impeached for fake charges of insurrection or rebellion, they lost the trial in the Senate. It's so strange. So weird. So that sounds to me like the 14th Amendment charge about an insurrection or rebellion in the United States, keeping them off the ballot. That sounds to me like that's a political accusation, not a legal one. Am I? You think I nailed it? But I'm not a lawyer, so what do I know? I mean, I would think like if you're legally going to keep someone off a ballot for insurrection, then you should legally be kept off the ballot for a legal insurrection. Now, Justin's like, that's... Logic, shut up, dude. He's like, that's why I'm leaving tomorrow. It's way too much around you. 
Here, in case you think, by the way, this all isn't coordinated with a winky-winky nod-nod, they all know what to do. Here's Jason Johnson, an absolute moron. I debated this guy at a Politicon event, one of the dumbest people I've ever been on stage with. I I debated about Spygate. He knew nothing about the case, humiliated himself. It was hilarious to watch. He had to have the moderator save him. He was so stupid. Here's Jason Johnson on MSNBC saying again the quiet part out loud that they've got to make up insurrection charges that are totally political to try to legally keep Trump off the ballot. Here, take a listen. I'm not happy, right, because as far as I'm concerned, the, the, all of these court cases, all of these indictments don't mean anything if he's still able to run for president next year. If, 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 unless he is found uh, disqualified from running for president, he is still a danger to our democracy. So if this is a step in the direction of preventing him from running again or forcing him to step down, then it's great. If well, it's not, me, let me push you on that. Window dressing in the process. I mean, they're not hiding it, man. They're not, nobody's hiding anything. They're not hiding anything. You've got people on MSNBC openly talking about basically a coup d'etat, disrupting the Constitutional Republic and interfering in yet another election to take down their political opponents who could be the president of the United States. That's what they're talking about. Make no mistake. Folks, they will not stop. Everything you think won't happen will. Let me repeat that. Everything you think won't happen will. Oh, they won't put him in a jail cell. Oh, they will. Oh, they'll try. They won't take a mugshot. Already done. They won't indict him. Already happened. Yep. Oh, it's not like the White House is going to openly collude with the special counsel's office either to make sure that Hunter Biden stays out of trouble while Donald Trump goes to jail. Oh, look. Oh, oh my gosh. That happened this way. That's so crazy. That happened this weekend, too. New York Post article, John Levine. You can read it in my newsletter, bongito.com slash newsletter. Biden staffers met with special counsel Jack Smith's aides before the Trump indictment. No. No. The White House counsel's office met with a top aide to Smith just weeks before he brought charges against Trump for these allegations, raising serious concerns about coordinated legal efforts aimed at Biden's opponent 2024. Jay Bratt, who joined the special counsel team November 2022, shortly after it was formed, took a meeting at the White House with Caroline Saba, Deputy Chief of Staff to the White House Counsel's Office. White House visitor log show. I'm sure it was totally innocent. I'm sure it was completely innocent. They were talking about the hummus plate at the White House met. The weather, yes, Justin, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. They're talking about the weather. Dan Goldman's going to be like, it was the weather, small talk. It's always the weather. It's always the weather. The weather's very cloudy around the Biden administration. They won't stop. Folks, they won't stop. They can't stop now. Because as Biden falls farther and farther behind in Trump in national polls and swing state polls, some are good, some are not so good. I'm not suggesting this election is a walk. The primary's not even over. However, Trump is in very good shape in the primary and looks to be in decent, not great, not good, but decent shape in the general. We still got some work to do. Because, yes, we do need voters of all stripes and all colors and all races and all sexes. But as this starts to heat up and Donald Trump closes that gap and maybe takes a steady, consistent lead on Biden nationally, you are going to see the crazy ramp up. Folks, I need you to get prepared. You know, uh, I I follow a lot of people on Twitter, very smart. And the ones that see what's going on, I'm warning you right now. Whatever you think about this, not, this isn't going to happen and that isn't going to happen, it's going to happen. And you need to get hardened up to it right now. 
That was a clip from the Dan Blongino Show. You can watch the full show. We recommend you do on Rumble. Go to rumble.com slash Bongino, please, and subscribe for free. We appreciate it. All right, I have one last clip I want to play. All right. The IRS whistleblower that exposes Brandon uh, over the Hunter Biden stuff. It's three minutes, okay. and then and then uh, I'm done with clips. Okay. Oh, we didn't do All this right. uh, student loan bailout 2.0 either. That's right. That's a minute and a half, roughly. Okay. All right. All right. I'll play them both. Okay. From the House Judiciary and Ways and Means Committees to several FBI and IRS agents involved in the Hunter Biden investigation. That investigation, of course, resulted in a plea deal rejected by a federal judge over concerns that the agreement would have provided immunity to Hunter Biden for any possible future criminal charges. Join me right now with an inside look at how the probe was handled is special agent for the IRS criminal investigation, Gary Shapley. Gary, it's great to have you this morning. Thanks very much for being here. Thanks, Maria, for having me. I appreciate it. David Weiss has been named special counsel now in this investigation. You were in the room, you testified, when he told you and others that it was not up to him. It was uh, above his pay grade to actually decide whether or not to bring charges against Hunter. Is that right? That's right, Maria. I was in that room, and uh, it was so important I asked him to repeat it. There are witnesses in that uh, room that I have uh, 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 provided their names to. They've received subpoenas now because they were unwilling to cooperate voluntarily. And that's what I'm asking for. I'm asking for to bring as many people forward that have information about this so that it's not just, just me sitting there. It's not just Special Agent Ziegler sitting there telling you what happened. But that's why I documented that meeting that day, October 7, 2022. I sent the email to executives over me, one of which was there, and they corroborated that that's exactly what happened during that meeting. So what are, what are your thoughts in terms of what went down? And what, what about David Weiss being special uh, prosecutor now? Special counsel. To answer your question about David Weiss being special counsel, you just have to look at what he allowed to occur during this investigation. There are key witnesses we weren't allowed to interview, that we weren't allowed to ask all the questions of of certain people we interviewed. Uh, People were tipped off that we were coming before the day of action. Uh, There were enforcement operations, uh, uh, to include search warrants, where uh, probable cause was, was, was agreed to by the prosecutors that weren't allowed to happen. And then you look, he played his cards. Now, moving through to his letters to Congress, through Attorney General Garland's uh, uh, testimony in front of Congress, that it is not accurate what they said. And, you know, and part of it is, is DOJ will continually say their first talking point is a Trump-appointed U.S. attorney is in charge of this case. That's not what happened. In March of 2022, David Weiss and the prosecutors went to D.C. U.S. Attorney's Office, a pres- President Biden-appointed U.S. attorney. He turned them down. Mm-hmm. Weiss confirmed that October 7, 2022, again. In September, he went to the President Biden-appointed U.S. attorney in California. They turned him down. And then the information that was released last weekend, which is very important, it shows that Weiss was even considering not charging in January after those two President Biden-appointed U.S. attorneys declined to bring charges there. Right. So, uh, you know, it's just, it, it requires people to come in and to testify and for Congress to get to the bottom of this. I want to know what you're looking for in terms of uh, what you want to hear, corroboration, because I find it odd that as an IRS investigator, you can uh, prosecute taxes not being paid on income, but you're not investigating where the income actually came from. I want to get your take on what you saw 
in, in all of that uh, Hunter Biden tax return information. And we're talking with Gary Shapley. We'll take a short break, and then we're back with the special agent for the IRS criminal investigation. All right, so, oh, let me get that student loan debt. This is hilarious. <laughs> Brandon's been turned down for the student loan bailouts like four or five times or more. Yeah. And he keeps right. coming back. Oh, geez. The Biden administration announced today a new student loan repayment plan that could lower or eliminate payments for more than 20 million borrowers. Now, the income-driven plan will also end monthly interest charges for some and could provide early forgiveness for low-balance borrowers. So joining me now with more on this is CBS News White House reporter Bo Erickson. All right, Bo, people will recall that the Supreme Court sort of put an end to the Biden administration's first kick at this can. And many <laughs> people said, well, why did you even start there if you knew it was going to end this way? Why didn't you just start with your alternate plan? Now we're getting a little indication of what that alternate plan is. Who's eligible for it? Good morning. Uh, the Education Secretary, Miguel Cardona, says this is the first true student loan safety net in the country. But as he mentioned, this plan also does come with some strings. Uh, the only people who are eligible for this plan are those uh, borrowers who have loans still held by the Education Department. So this, of course, does not apply to people who have refinanced their loans through a bank or another lender. And this also does not apply, I ask, for many parents out there who maybe have taken loans from the Education department on behalf of their children, those are called Parent PLUS loans, those loans do not apply either. But if you are eligible for this program, and those uh, watching can go online to studentaid.gov forward slash save to figure out if they are eligible for this program, what this repayment plan does, it, it will cut monthly payments from 10% of discretionary income to 5%. So the education department is really saying that this will lower a lot of uh, monthly rates for a lot of borrowers, sometimes maybe $1,000 a year um, overall. And for lower income earners, this may totally eliminate payments, at least temporarily, um, depending on their income. So some people may not have to pay any dollars on their student loan payments for right now. I just can't believe how many times he keeps going to that well yeah, and, I guess uh, and trying to push that. I don't know which one he tries to yeah. push more, that or the scams. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I and, and you have to wonder, is he doing it to try to get the votes, you think? I, mean, I, I wish I, I knew. Yeah. Kind of interesting, so. Because he's not pushing know. scams to get votes. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, did you, let me see, where did it go? Oh, so do you know who Kate Shimarani is? No. Nurse Kate? Okay. So I heard her early in, in the whole COVID scam thing. Um, she is, she was a nurse over in England and she was very much against everything. Uh, bright, sharp lady. And anyway, I'm trying to keep up with her. And she actually, she was a big voice over there. Um, and she um, was arrested a couple times. Uh, but she, you know, she's she's brave. And she's really trying to get truth out there. But she was, 
she did a video with with Brian Artis, which you know who that is, right? Yes. Okay. And and I didn't realize this, but you know, he said that in January, I think of this year, did a study, and they had to do it has to be a long term study, so they have to keep a check on these people. Um, and basically, they used one thing on long COVID people. This was this was for long COVID patients, and he said it cured every one of them. In what did he say? It was either three to seven days. It was nicotine patches. So basically, that's all they did to these. These were people that had ringing in their ears that. You know, they had all these different symptoms. And literally, he said, nicotine, the nicotine patches took away all the symptoms that everybody was experiencing. So I don't know. I don't know about this, but it's like, and they used, he said they used seven milligram patches. He said, all you had to do is use seven milligram patches for six days. Hmm. So it's very interesting. And so I don't know. Kate said she used it and she said she was better in three days. So I don't know, it's very interesting, you know, because he goes into why, you know, with the venom thing. And then he also said that people don't realize that there's, you know, they've been using venom in medication for years. So he said, like, lisinopril, and he named a few other drugs. He said they all have a little bit of the snake venom in them. So I don't know. I don't know about the water thing and all that, but but for anybody out there that's having any long-term um, symptoms, they may want to get the 7-milligram uh, nicotine patches, and, and I think the brand name that she said she used was rugby but I just think it's very interesting so I mean he did he did make a good point you know God did give us tobacco plants he said just because people smoke them doesn't mean that's what they were meant to be you know well even so I am under the belief that at one point tobacco might have been okay for something but then when they yeah. do all the additives and stuff that, that they put in there, then that's what ruins that's tobacco. True. Yeah, that's very true. Yep. Always. Anytime something becomes highly processed. I mean, that's, that's what uh, Dr. Fred Bishy was promoting mostly today. You know, when he talked about his food consumption, he said, you know, I, I just work with people and I ask them what they can do. And he said, you know, if they tell me I can't give up my meat, he said, well, I work with that. And he said, okay, I, I tell them, okay, you can only have it, you know, this many days a week. And But anyway, he just, he said, but what I always ask people to do is not eat processed food. So... And that's a great place to start. I mean, if people well, could just gave, give up, I gave most food. of that up. Yeah. Myself. 
Yeah. I didn't have a choice in the matter six months ago. Right. Right. So, goodness. Yeah, I have to to say here, Christina, I'm I'm running on fumes. So if you're done, I'm done. If you have any other stories, go for it. (laughs) No, no, I'm good. That's fine. I was just going to mention that. So. That's I was about thinking it. about buying a bunch of extra rice, though, even though I don't really eat rice much anymore, just because I, I know that the top two rice exporting countries are banning the export of rice because they said climate change. Oh, my gosh. You know, although they say that that we have the cleanest rice in the world. Yeah. They say that is one thing you should buy from over here. And I know, actually, I knew one of the the farmers here in Missouri that has one of the biggest, um, I think, biggest holds as far as production. Uh, you know, I think he provides most of the rice. And mm-hmm. his one of his daughters was in my youngest daughter's class. But, um, and they don't. I don't think they use any. I don't know that it's qualified as organic, but they said they don't use a lot of stuff on it. You know, they don't spray stuff on them, so I don't know. But, um, but yeah, there's a couple of organic brands that are from here in Missouri that are, are pretty darn good. So still has arsenic in it is what, Yes. you know some amount of it which is yeah so you have to soak it and soak it and soak it and change the water after every i don't remember if it's every hour or two hours but you you have to soak it for for at least 12 hours to get most of the arsenic out yeah it'd be interesting to find out why rice uptakes that so so much i don't know it's not as bad when they're when it's non-gmo but uh, anything that's GMO rice, yeah, you're, you're going to have a ton of arsenic. I didn't realize, has rice been, is it GMO? I didn't realize they had done that with rice. Well, I, I would say most far. rice is GMO. Oh, wow. I don't think I knew that. Hmm. Interesting. Unless it's wild so, rice. Oh, this is um, this is interesting. Alex Jones says Democrats establish martial law in Maui, promise to steal land. Oh, that's probably just his title. I know what he's probably getting at there. Yeah. So, that's what that's you and I have been talking about, but they're doing it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay. Well. You um, have a good evening, and uh, guess I will. I will try, try to hop on, listen to some of your other shows this week, and then if okay, and I'll see you next Monday. All right, I'll sounds good. I'll go ahead and close it out here. Thank you, Christina, okay. and thank you everybody else tonight. Thanks, if it wasn't for you, we wouldn't have much of a show. Please support the other shows on the network. It's not just a proof negative show here, but until tomorrow. Hold on to the handrail, keep hope alive, and remember only you can prevent forest fires.
I am proof negative and I am Someone sent this to me yesterday. A guy, uh, is that John Harold or something? Forgive me, I'm forgetting his name, but tweeted to me yesterday. And he said, hey, Dan, is this normal? They found this email. Now, let me be, say candidly, I know the people in this email. Matter of fact, well, worked with them for a long time. And they said, is this normal? You're not going to hear this anywhere else. The answer up front is no. Well, what? Folks, this is an email they found to the Robert L. Peters address. I'm going to play a Newsmax clip from this in a minute. Some great work by Marco Polo. Didn't get enough credit, by the way, and James Rosen on this. But this is an email where they're requesting to sign off protection for uh, Natalie Biden and Hunter Biden. And what they're doing is they're saying we don't wish for we don't want protection during this trip during this time. So someone said to me, Dan, is this normal? Folks, signing off protection in my experience, meaning we don't want the protective detail here, but we want it to pick up again later, only happens for basically one reason in my experience. Well, well anyone in the chat have a guess as to what it is? Why, well, let's just say um, you're, uh, you're the head of Burkina Faso, right? You're the Burkina Faso, uh, the head of government, right? And you, yes, yes, Rumpbub Steel Skin says you're trying to hide something. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I just read the names. Yes, sir. I have never, ever seen them sign off like this for family members of the vice president. Again, I know the guys in this detail. Now, the president cannot sign off. The president cannot sign off protection. It doesn't matter. But the rest of them can. This is super weird that on this foreign trip, they didn't want them to have protection for what looks appears to be four days. That says to me, ladies and gentlemen, something was up. That's why this Robert Peters email is going to have the keys to all of the kingdom in it. This, this, this alias Joe Biden was using. There is zero doubt in my mind they were up to something. I only remember one protectee doing it during my time. I'm not going to say who it was, but I was told it's because he's a slumlord in New York and went to go collect the rent, and he was embarrassed. I'm just telling you what I heard. I don't know because they signed off, and I wasn't there, and it surprised everyone. The detail leader's like, hey, we're good today. I go, what do you mean we're good? He signed off. What do you mean he signed off? I only heard later it was like some slumlord thing. You don't sign off unless you're up to shady stuff. Here's what makes me believe this is going to get even worse for Biden. This is a great report from James Rosen at Newsmax. He's talking about this other email address, this Robert Peters email address, a fake name Biden used. By the way, hat tip Marco Polo found this a while ago, too. And where they hid this email address. They're like, oh, was it a Hillary Clinton thing? No, no, it was a government email. So it was what, .eop, executive office of the president, .whitehouse.gov? No, no. They hid Biden's email in DISA. What's DISA? Exactly. They thought you'd never find it. Listen to this. That issue is a set of emails that one of Vice President Biden's staff aides, John S. Flynn, uh, sent to Mr. Biden in the spring of 2016, prepping the boss for various meetings with top Ukrainian officials and which used the vice president's hidden account, the address for which was robert.l.peters at pci.gov. As you can see, Flynn also copied Hunter Biden, a private citizen, at a time when the latter served on the board of Burisma, the Ukrainian energy company. 
Now Newsmax has learned through intelligence community sources that it was an elite IT unit of the Defense Department that hosted the email domain for the Robert Peters address. The agency's stated missions, however, call into question whether its involvement in the provision of a hidden email account for the vice president for such purposes was appropriate, given that the office of the vice president is not in the chain of command and possesses no statutory authority or duties relating to the armed forces beyond the nomination of candidates for the service academies. The Defense Information Systems Agency, or DISA, describes itself as a combat support agency, quote, conducting operations to enable lethality across all warfighting domains, defending the DOD network from cybersecurity threats attacking our nation's warfighters. Do you see why they hit it there? Everybody's going through these machinations about why was it in DISA? The defense, intelligence, strategic, whatever thing, why was it in? Because no one thought they would find it there. That's why, don't, don't get overly complicated about it. You act like Biden's smart. He needed a secret web address within the government domain to conduct business that he thought no one would look, so he set up a fake email in an agency he thought no one would find. So how did they find it? Because his idiot son dropped his freaking laptop off and left it there with all these emails on there. That's how. They would have never found it otherwise. That's how they found the Robert Peters thing. And then the FOIA produced this. Folks, this thing has just started. Oh, by the way, when, did you catch it, guys, in that thing? What were the emails through the DISA PCI address to Robert Peters? What were they about? Oh, Ukraine. We have just scratched the surface, man. How do I know that? Elizabeth Stauffer at the Washington Examiner. Apparently, Joe Biden is obsessed with and irritated by media coverage surrounding his son. No one even wants to mention it around. Look, the article's in the newsletter today. Bongino.com slash newsletter. He is freaking out over this. Why? Because he thinks he's in no trouble? Why would he be freaking out if he's not in trouble? He absolutely knows he's effed on this. He knows it. And he knows he damn well better get impeached. They said he's even more rattled because House investigators have begun to reveal evidence of his own complicity in his family's overseas business dealings. That's, you see now why I get pissed off when I read these chat rooms and people are like, nothing's going to happen. Everybody stop. Listen. I get it. The Republican Party generally sucks. I mean, one of the rules of the show is most Republicans are really Democrats in D.C., but no Democrats are really Republicans. But this is happening. Biden is clearly annoyed and irritated because he knows this stuff is surfacing every day. You'd rather not see it? I'm not talking to you in the audience. You all are great. I'm just saying, like, you go read chat rooms and you get these negative Nancys, you know, because everything is sucked in the past. They don't want to do Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.